And then she pulled the thing out of my ass and then told me, that's not where you put it. And I said, ah, shucks, grandma, that's the best thing you've ever told me. That's some great advice. Right. But how did that make you feel? Uh, I mean, wait, hold on. What? I I just realized we we just started recording. Nathan. Wait, damn it. I've been telling this story for the last eight months. And we missed all of it. Dude. Like, we haven't been recording this entire time. That was some good content. I thought I could have sworn I pressed record. Oh, crap. I only just... Uh, what do we do about the money we raised for charity? I don't know, man. Doing I guess, our marathon. I guess we just got to start over. All right, here we go. Here we go again. Oh, God. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio So let's talk your troubles away Just a couple of guys trying to analyze The things we do and see Play a game or two, maybe an interview What a place to be It's a good day for a good time with a good hang It's a good day for a good time with a good hang What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing It's a good day for a good time with a good hang Welcome to Good Hang. Welcome to Good Hang, everybody. Super Mega Marathon. <laughs> Welcome. Guys, your ears do not deceive you. Your eyes do not deceive you. We are back with episode 99. We are. We you are, know, maybe your girlfriend deceives you or your boyfriend. Oh, yes. Or your person friend. Yes. But we won't. We'll yes. just disappear for seven months. And- We're very unreliable, <laughs> just like your significant other. <laughs> yes, but hello guys, we're back. My name is Nathan. I'm John. And this is the Good Hang Podcast. It has been a good long while. Hope, uh, Not hopefully, we are going to be going into something uh, resembling uh, sing- uh, regular programming. Yes, but I know what you're thinking. That's what you said last time. That's, yeah, but, but see, that that's that old unreliability we're talking exactly, about. Exactly, man. You just don't even know. You Sometimes, sometimes you just have to trust uh-huh. and, and know that things are going to be good while they last. Uh-huh. And, question of how long they last that's that's a completely different thing man but we are truly very sorry for the weird hiatus yeah um if you guys are still here if if anyone is even still behind this um anybody hello this hello? this internet wall um thank you for sticking around thank you for waiting these seven months for episode 99 to finally come out gosh i think what it is i think you know how like people say like oh you have a uh, maybe this is just my girlfriend when she's like oh you have a fear of commitment do we have a fear of hitting episode 99 uh episode 100 is that what it is performance anxiety you mean i don't know if it's performance anxiety or just like finishing things right you you, you have a problem finishing not not that like is 100 the end then is this the penultimate episode that's that's, that's what i was gonna say not that it's the end it's just like it's like you fear milestones it's like you don't want to graduate you don't want to like I don't know. Right. But it'd be sweet to get 100 episodes. I think it'd be sweet to get 700 episodes. 
Yeah, me too. That's called overreaching. Yeah. But uh, for, for real though, like um, the reason why we stopped was because I had more stuff to do in China. Pretty much. John had pretty much kind of like a new life. Yeah, but to... also I was just patiently waiting for Nathan. <laughs> I'm just throwing him under the bus just completely. It's like stupid China. No, I'm throwing China under the bus. Yeah. Goddamn China. Um, no, but, but uh, yeah, a lot of interesting things. I mean, let's just do a broad strokes explanation. Okay, this um, is a podcast called Good Hang. What we do is we hang out with you. But we don't let you talk. Do you ever think about that? Like, that's what this podcast is. That's what all podcasts are. No, I, why? That's what all podcasts are. What it's like, podcast in your mind is, is having real-time feedback from the audience? That is true. Although, no, other, but like, other than like the live ones on YouTube, I guess. True. Yeah. But I, like, I, I think like some podcasts, are, they're like talking to you. Whereas we're right? talking to each other. We're talking to each other. We're and having a to you, listener, conversation. But we don't give a shit about what you think. I guess it's the voyeuristic aspect of it that people Absolutely. kind of enjoy. Yeah. Um, I mean, who knows? We could we could dive into some very saucy personal things so today. Saucy. And the audience will just be listening in with their little glory hole. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to the glory hole. Mm-hmm. That's not where you're supposed to do it, a glory hole. I mean, it's. I, I feel safer sticking my ear. You're going to get a ruptured eardrum mm. if you, you know, do that. I learned this today. What? Uh, some glory hole facts. Yes. The, some glory hole trivia. Oh. Do you know the term glory hole? Um, well, its original use is in glass blowing. Oh. Yes. So you know the thing that you stick the glass in? Like there's this giant like tube? kiln almost. Like a kiln, oh, like, like the fire stove. Yeah, like the giant fire the thing. Oven. Where it's just, yeah. Oven. Um, and the hole in which you stick the glass in. That's the glory hole. That's the glory hole. Man. My theory as to why it's called the glory hole is because it literally looks like this hole of light. Like heaven coming through. Yeah, so it almost looks like divine. It almost looks like this... And, and also, like, it, it transforms the piece. You know, you go in there to flash the glass right. and then you take it out. But that's the original use of glory hole. I don't know why it transformed into putting your dick into a public Yeah, well, restroom. I mean, what kind of sick bastard, like, must have, like... Invented that? No, I'm just wondering if there's... if You know how, like, okay, that's the original thing and then obviously we know what glory holes are now. Mm-hmm. Surely there's, like, some kind... If there was a Venn diagram of what a glory hole is... Uh, like a anyone, middle ground. Is there a middle ground of someone stuck his dick in a fire? Probably. And I was like, this feels good, but I wish there was a woman... And not my dick on fire. <laughs> fire dick. <laughs> Welcome back to Good Hang Podcast, everybody. It's Cock Talk back. 101. It feels good to be back. Yeah, it feels good to be back. But uh, we're, 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 we're looking to be here to stay. And um, we're looking to be doing this a lot more regularly. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons of which is uh, a fairly exciting one. Oh, my God. Are we going to reveal it live? Oh, why not? Delayed live? It. Live to tape? Whatever this is? Yeah, we're revealing it live to tape. Wow. Um, but I will be, I will be moving uh, apartments. Yes. No, I mean, I'm, go- I'm going to be moving myself. I, yes. I, I currently live in my family home. Mm-hmm. And uh, Is it embarrassing to announce? Um, I feel because like... people can Google your age, and then people can be like, "Oh, yeah, totally." No, no. See, like in the context of anywhere but Singapore, anywhere but Singapore, anywhere but Singapore, it's embarrassing. I am twenty eight this year, and I'm still living with my parents. Yeah, but I feel like in the context of Singapore, it's just this accepted fact. It totally is. Like no one really moves out until they're married, or unless like they're really sick of their family. Um, but. I feel like it's just commonplace over here for people not to move out because it's so freaking expensive to Mm -hmm. find a place. Mm -hmm. And also because, um, okay, so recently, because I'm 28 now, um, 
the last two years of my life, I have been actively looking to buy a place, like uh-huh. to actually like purchase a place, something that ha- that I can own for that, the for the rest of my that sweet life. sweet China money can get yeah. put to good use, yeah, pretty much. Um, and I've I was looking to buy a place, invest in it, do it properly, but because I've been so displaced in terms of like location, um, I haven't really been able to fully commit to that i've gotten a few options but the thing is that plus the fact that income is not exactly stable Mm -hmm. um it's been a bit challenging just buying a place like like that because it's a big purchase yes and the thing is i well at least with the calculations i did if i were to buy a place i would have no money left (laughs) yeah but like would you get a loan like i don't want to i don't know how much we can reveal but would you get a loan from the bank oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, that's how it usually works you got to get a loan from the bank the the down payment alone yeah is would wipe you out and for those that don't live in singapore the general yardstick is that for the the place the kind of places that i'm looking for like Mm -hmm. usually two bedrooms one Mm -hmm. one bathroom or one and a half sure um and not in like crazy town locations yeah. not near orchard or marina or whatever right, right, right. but you know just neighborhood areas the ballpark figure or the average that i've seen is about nine hundred thousand yeah, dollars like cool million yeah basically is what's in my head yeah, and then yeah, the down yeah. payment of what 10 percent? kind of well it really depends on the bank loan that you get and right all that stuff and the and the property owner and where you're buying it from because there's different websites or you can just get it straight from hdb but i can't get anything from hdb because i'm not married or i'm not 31 and tis, above tis, tis. yeah there's so many frustrating rules so many but rules. anyway um i'm just happy because uh a room cleared in the apartment that you live in that's right hey you want to move in hey sure okay okay Woo! that's right nathan that and i was, are taking this relationship up a notch that was We're a moving in. <laughs> that was a simulation of the conversation that happened it's not incredibly different from the real conversation that not happened. really the only difference is that we're doing it in person yes because what <laughs> happened was uh john spoke to me about it roughly like one night yeah and you know it, it seemed like an interesting idea but you know i just didn't have any um inkling to move out of this place because i wanted to buy a, new, a place for myself that, that was the plan at the moment yes but then, then you the, realize that sucks. Well, the thing is, the <laughs> next day, possible. the yes. day after we had that conversation. Oh, I've heard this. What? Yeah, yeah. I had a meeting with uh, the China team. Okay. Um, I'll tell that story later in sure. terms of what's been happening with China. Definitely. But I had a meeting with the China team, and we planned out the next uh, eight months or so. And I realized that oh, I'm not going to be in Singapore that much, mm-hmm. but I kind of want to have my own space. Mm-hmm. So that afternoon, you were texting me while I was taking a shit. Yeah. Um. In in my toilet. Which Fun I've, fact: I was taking a shit while i sent this message to nathan oh my god kismet yeah it's kismet gross kismet <laughs> very smutty kismet but um yeah i was taking a shit in the toilet that i've taken the same shit in for the last 23 years like what percentage of shits have been in that toilet think about that in terms of like your life my shits. lifetime see i i'm not fussy i take a lot of public shits yeah and like I know where to go, where, where wherever I am. But like, still, I mean, roughly. does any is it outside? Could it any be anywhere below ninety percent? It's definitely below ninety percent because really? I, I take a lot of public shits. Wow. Yeah, I take a lot of shits, like like in in, in shopping malls, in hotels, and you're in, saying in, for every for every like eight shits, you take well, at least two shits outside the house. That's eighty percent. Yeah, more than that for sure. So four fit. Okay, Cause, so because I don't shit routinely. Okay. I know I know like some people have the routine where every morning at this time or like the moment they wake up. Oh, I'm like just... clockwork, baby. That's how I roll. Yeah, see like I don't have that, I think, because my diet is not the healthiest. <laughs> You're very often out of the house too, so it's yeah. kinda like a one two punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but it's very 
irregular. Right. As 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 um Louis C.K. puts it, every shit is an emergency. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, terrible. Yeah. What a terrible way to live. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, just before you get any further, so let me ask you this. What percentage of your shits in this house have been taken in your bathroom? Oh, then that's like all near a hundred. Well, near a hundred, right? Okay. Yeah, when I feel fancy and if my if my parents aren't home, I Just use their toilet. Slip in there, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, because they've got like nice carpets and 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 like really they have carpets in the bathroom. Like like you know those what do you call it the the carpets that just you for put, your feet? Yeah, for your feet. Right, the one right, that they right. put around the toilet. Right, right, right. Theirs is nicer than mine. Mine's kind of just this old ruggedy thing. Fair Theirs enough. is like you can sink your foot like in it silk. and like feel the texture. It sounds like I'm gonna take a shit in there right after this recording. <laughs> It's like I don't a have shag. to. I don't it's like have a to shag. Shit. It's like a will, shag carpet. Will myself to shit there. Okay. Yeah. So keep going. So you, you because you're irregular and because I forgot what we were talking about. Oh yeah, yes. you're talking about <laughs> the percentage sh- of shits. No 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 no. no, no. no let's not go. Let's not go that far back. No no no. So what percentage? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, fine. Go further back. Okay, you were sitting in your bathroom taking a shit in the bathroom that you've shit in for like your whole life, and you texted me yes. asking, um, "Hey, hey so- would you like to shit somewhere else?" <laughs> you texted me saying like. Hey, so just wondering, you know, I know we were talking about it yesterday, kind of half kidding, but would you like to move in? Yeah, and it was a real shot in the dark because it wasn't yeah. the night before. It was like a week after or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, just double checking because it looks like we're going to be trying to stay here and looking for a roommate. Uh, but you get first dip, Nathan. Yeah. And I just replied, fuck it, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I was looking at my phone. I was like, all right, this is a snap. De- either he's fucking with me or this is a snap decision that he's going to change his mind on. But <laughs> seems pretty set on it, yeah. No, no. It's really just because I I felt a very real need for a change of pace because I, I love my family. I get along with them just fine. And um, this is the house I grew up in, same room I've grown up in, same toilet as we've mentioned. Yes. Um, and it's it's a very comforting space. It's a very familiar space, but it's also, in a sense, and I don't mean like in a in a in a in a in a sense of like oh the people around me are suffocating me, but it's Mm-mm. it's it gets claustrophobic sometimes. I get that in the sense of like it's just the same 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 same. It's also like you feel do you feel like you have to assume a role when you're in this house? Kind Almost, of a thing? it's definitely there's less freedom, even though like like. It, it, it is a very free household in the sense that, like, my my parents are very, very free and easy. Not yeah, strict of course, at all. of course. But um, it's – I guess it's almost, like, self-imposed or almost, like, the space kind of builds its own character. And it, it, it it's almost as if, like um, – the person that you are in this space is someone completely different in, in some mm, Totally. Else. And, like, it sounds like a lot of that is in your head. Yeah. But, like Dumbledore wisely said, of course it's in your head. Nathan, but why on earth shouldn't that mean that it's real? Dumbledore said that he did. Cool, that's one of my favorite quotes. All right, yeah, but I like mean, I butchered it, but, <laughs> and <laughs> yes. I changed Harry for Nathan. Yeah, but yeah, totally. So I mean, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure lots of people feel that where like even um, uh, people that have lived in their house for not that long, but like maybe you feel like you can be a certain somebody in your room, but the mm-hmm. moment you leave your room, you can't really be that person anymore. Like just very subtle little things, you know, where I've I've just felt. Um, a need for a change of scenery totally makes sense um so even though in terms of space and everything honestly like the new place it's a downgrade space wise in terms of square footage 
from your bedroom? Where we're just right from now? this entire house. Over oh, the entire house. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> it's a change in square footage. It's a change in actual space. But I think it would be such a cool way to kind of clear the clutter mentally, emotionally. I, t- I totally everything. think you can. I, I totally think it's worth it too. Yeah. I mean, it's like the. I mean, I mean, I don't have to sell it to you, but the, the price is decent. <laughs> yeah. The location's amazing. Yeah. And it's a nice place. So I can't be, wait, man. We go be we're gonna be flatmates. It's gonna be yeah. like it's gonna be like friends or how I met your mother. But yeah. Less uh, sex happening in between. Pro- probably less. We were on a breaks. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting, man. It's like it's like oh, I was thinking, I was like oh, this is a different dynamic with Nathan. Like he's one of my best friends, and like, but now we're roommates. Is he gonna hate me because he sees that like sometimes I like to cook with that shirt on and stuff? You do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's dangerous. <laughs> I feel yeah, you just get splatters all over. Yeah, you. I'll make a bowl of cereal topless, but yeah, like, I'd no, make I'm salad gonna... topless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm nothing hot really. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But like it's gonna be cool. I, I I think I'm a pretty easy person to live with in terms of like I I get very mindful when I share space with people. Mm. Like I get really really mindful because like my nature is a people pleaser. Me too. Even towards people I hate. Right. So like it's it's kind of like it's it's to a fault. Like my nature is as a people pleaser. So whenever I share a space with somebody, even though like maybe I keep my own personal space kind of a dump, like if it's shared space. Like, I always make sure that, oh, this shit's got to be clean. That's got to be in this place. That's going to be in this place. Oh, sounds like I need to up my game around you then. But it's been a while. See, the last time I lived with somebody was back in college. So back in 2015. Yeah. Back but in 2015. The way you described it to me, that's like intense living with someone. Oh, yeah. So when like, I... That's when not I, just a flatmate. Yeah. Yeah. So when I lived with somebody in 2015, it was with a friend who was coming, stopping by Boston where I studied. Mm-hmm. And I lived in a studio apartment. A studio. A studio. That's, no bedrooms. That's, that's just four walls, friends. Four walls. Um, extra one for the bathroom, maybe. Pretty much. Uh, there was like... Yeah, the layout of the place was literally just like bed on the left, kitchen on the right, table in front, door in the back. Window, if you're lucky. A window. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, and I had a friend coming from Singapore um, doing an attachment mm. with one of the universities there that happened to be quite nearby my place. And she told me that, oh, the place that I found, it's in this neighborhood. And I was like, dude, that neighborhood is like literally, it's like if 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 Boston was Singapore, your neighborhood is Malaysia. Oh, like you, It's a hell of a commute. It's a hell of a commute. So I was like, just stay at my place for a few days until you find a better option. And a few days turned to a few weeks, a few yeah, weeks turned to a few months. As, as, it, as it is wont to do. But it was really one of those things where because I didn't give a shit. Because sure. like I, I didn't mind and we got along really well and our schedules just so happened to be that we would barely see each other because she was doing doctory things. Yeah. I was doing music things. So when she was waking up, I was coming back home. And when 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 I was waking up, she was leaving. That's crazy, man. To share like a single space with a person of the opposite sex. Yeah. And like totally platonic, yeah. allegedly. Not oh, it was, it was very platonic. There yeah. you go. Uh, yeah, that's. An, I feel like that's the beginning of a rom com. <laughs> and then we Somehow. revisit it like years later. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure I've spoken about this on the show before. Maybe back in episode 52 or something. Hmm. Don't look that up. <laughs> it's not <laughs> accurate. Who would look that up? <laughs> so I'm, I guarantee you, somebody's like scrolling up to episode 52 right now and listening <laughs> and like checking. But um, yeah, like because this person was a was a medical student, now a doctor. Um, I would find, like, the weirdest shit in the fridge. I would find uh, a sewed-up banana. 
Oh. To practice sutures. Yeah, to practice sutures because apparently banana is a very good analog for I've human heard that. skin. Yeah, I've heard that. So it was an interesting couple of months. But yeah, that, that what, was what, just... What else did you find? There? Like jar of AIDS. <laughs> yes. What else was in the fridge? Jar of AIDS blood <laughs> labeled strawberry juice. Oh, um, trickster. Yeah. yeah She's but, a trickster. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of sharing space, I I know I'm okay with it. Cool. I, however, I'm not the biggest fan of sharing bathrooms, which is perfect. Boom. I have my own bathroom. Dude, that's a huge, like, life goal. It's amazing. To have your own bathroom is the greatest thing. I haven't had my own bathroom in ages. I've been sharing a bathroom with my brother and his girlfriend for, like, six years now. Yeah. But, <sighs> but what's intense is that it's not just like, hey, the bathroom across the hall. No, there's a bath, there's a door to your bathroom right in your bedroom door, but there's also a door to your bathroom in your brother's door. So it's like one of those situations where the one bathroom has got two doors. That's that's just stressful to me. But it's also a very small bathroom. It's also a very small bathroom, yes. <laughs> it's a small bathroom with two doors that can open at any time. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> There's I, no locks on either door. I couldn't dig a shit in there. I'd just be afraid. Yeah. Or if I would, I would place both my hands on the doors. No, dude, there's definitely, like a, there's definitely something where if I know someone is home in the other room... Mm. If I'm taking a shit because the doors have no locks, back to shit again. I don't know why we keep coming. It's back pretty here. gross. But like, whenever I'm taking a shit, I always make sure I'm making like lots of like noises. Oh, like uh, this is what I do that too. Like if I'm in a public bathroom and yeah. I get I get worried about people like opening the door, even though it's locked, I'm just like there, just like <coughs> yeah, fake coughs, fake <coughs> sniffs. <coughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I, that's so funny with the exact same strategy. It's, a, it's so weird. Uh, yeah, you know, like just lots of noises to make sure that people know. Just eyes frantically look around. <coughs> 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 But yeah, I can't wait for that. But um, uh, that all that talk, just to come around to the fact that, yes, I'm going to be moving in with John in the yes. near future. And because of that, these episodes are probably going to be a lot more frequent. You would hope. Or like at least they'll be regular. You're because like, we're, yes. we have no excuse. Like we share a wall. Yes, There's, literally. There is no excuse. If we don't if, – if these episodes don't become regular starting when? When do I move in? In uh, August? Yeah, in August. Yeah. If these episodes don't start becoming regular starting like the end of August – then it's completely our fault. Like we are just useless human beings that can't get our shit together. Yeah, well, we're like halfway through the year, <laughs> so we have fifty-two weeks in a year. We have about twenty-six weeks. It, yeah, we should episode one ten by twenty nineteen. Remember when we used to do two episodes a week? That was crazy. Why? That was fun. When did we do? It was that a Patreon promise, and then we reneged on it. Yes. <laughs> Which reminds me, I need to put this out there. I've been really bad. So even the episodes we recorded last year, I didn't put them on the Patreon because I didn't feel it was right to charge you guys. Yeah. Those of us lovely Patreon supporters. By the way, if you want to support this uh, support this podcast, please think about becoming a Patreon supporter. It's there in the uh, show notes. But I didn't feel it was right to be like so irregular. But because we're committing to being regular, uh, that is – I'm going to start posting on Patreon and getting your one, two, however many dollars you subscribe per episode. Thanks. Thanks, people. I need to start committing to be regular with my shits as well. That's that's our mid-year uh, resolutions. resolutions. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if I had a healthier diet and a healthier sleep cycle, I would take more regular dumps. It sounds like you're just taking a lot of steps to being more of an adult. Yeah. Yeah. I'm becoming an adult. That's Actually, cool. that, that is a really interesting thing to talk about because like I have been realizing mm-hmm. in the last few months or like even the last few days even like that I I I I have a, a bit of arrested development oh. in the sense that like if I were to tell anybody right now, my highest qualification is a high school education. <laughs> hey, that's true, isn't it? That's my highest qualification. 
Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an uneducated adult, basically. But where do you, <laughs> where in that list do you put the school of hard knocks? Ooh, and I mean, I guess like life menu. experience. That's one thing that can't really be measured, and I yeah. know I have a bunch of that. But like, um, at the same time, like I've never really had a real job. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had a regular salary from a real job of mm-hmm. any kind. Um, I have spent a very small fraction of my life living by myself. Let me ask you two questions. Yo. Do you have health insurance? Yes. That's pretty adulty. I don't. I need to talk to your See, mom but about the th- that. Yeah, but the thing is because my, my, my mom does insurance. Exactly. So it's like I didn't have to think too hard on that. I literally just had to go like, yep, cool, sign it. Easy so like, Oh, wait, second question. Yeah. Do, are you? Is your money anywhere besides just a bank account? Nope. Okay, that's the next thing we got to take care of. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, actually, not to interrupt, but like, I got into. Uh, I did the other day. I did a, a workshop. I mm. attended a workshop, yeah. which was like financial independence for freelancers. Nice. I should have invited you. I feel bad. Next time they have, <laughs> I'm going to invite you along. But it was like eye opening. I'm like, oh, that's what I got to do to be able to retire somehow. Yeah. I mean, but anyway. Th- yeah. This just like the, the weird realization of the fact that you're not quite an adult yet, mm-hmm. or like the things that make an adult. That's not something that I have in my life at the moment. I mean, like, sounds like a concept album is being born. Right I don't here. know, man. I don't know. But like. If anything, like I almost feel apologetic for it. It's almost like I had the time, I had the resources. I just didn't really commit to becoming an adult because I was living in this very strange fantasy of mm. doing the whole performing thing and being a public per- person mm. thing. And I didn't have to do a lot of things for myself. I still technically don't really have to. I think that's sure. what kind of that's kind of what in part inspired the move right in the sense that like i just i just want to force myself into adulthood because i've kind of chosen a life for myself where i don't really have to ever grow up not really well that's good dude that's yeah good. i feel like that's really admirable i don't know what it is but like, I'm, I'm forcing myself into doing things that people have to do anyway so if anything like i'm sorry guys <laughs> I, i'm playing catch up yeah and i yeah. just realized yeah you're 28 this year i'm I, i'm i'm old i feel like we've gotten to a place where like we're like the same age. Yeah. And like, in like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, we're obviously I've, we're not the same age. Obviously I've I'm older felt, than you. I felt uh, pretty much on the same wavelength in, 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 in the terms of like life growth. For, right. Yeah. With, I feel like we're in the same bracket somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause I'm still five years older. Cause you know, that whole thing of like, when you're, when you're like, if you're like a 60 year old dude, you can mm. date a 45 year old woman and that wouldn't be weird at all. Okay. Same sort of thing with friendships is if you're like a, so I'm 33, you're turning 20, you're 28 and it's like, oh, that, yeah, those people hang out together. That's the same age bracket. But if I was like 20 and you were 15, I was hanging out with you. That's weird. <laughs> I, I guess. But now I feel like we're kind of on the same plateau. Did you ever have older friends? Like significantly older friends? Not really. Yeah, I guess that's the sound of my arrested development. All my friends are younger than me or the same age. Right. Because I know for sure. I don't know. I don't really know what to attribute this to or how to explain it. But when I was in secondary school, even up to like um, uh, uh, JC and and, and Hanging out with old people. No. Uh, Well, no. In in college, (laughs) I got over that. But in secondary school in JC, um, I had a really weird thing about hanging out with people like a year above or two years above like mm. it, 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 I, I could almost translate it to like a self-esteem thing of like right. I, I thought they were too cool or I wasn't good yeah. enough like I don't even I don't even know why I feel like it's an Asian thing it's like yeah. giving reverence to your elders it, it was a bit of that almost like I, 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 I just never really felt the need to like 
hang with them because right. I didn't want to ever like be the guy who's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out with the older kids. Am I cool? <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, I just never really felt the need to do that. If anything, I felt like a need to go the opposite way of that because I didn't want to ever like be seen as like a suck up or like trying to hang out with the older kids. Yeah. I, I don't know how to explain this. I just know for a fact that when I was younger, I I made I, I like I would consciously not hang out with the older kids. Well, I'm glad you got over that, old buddy. That's weird. Yeah, it's a strange hang up to have. But it was it wasn't until like um, uh, university because I was now older than everyone else because right. of army. Right. And I'm oh like, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And I was like 21, and everyone else is like 18, 17. So I, like I I just sought out like older people to <laughs> hang out with. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <clears throat> so because wait because everyone around you was younger, you you didn't want to hang out with them because they were annoying. No, it wasn't that. It was really just like um, I got over my weird hang up about hanging out with older people. Because yeah, because <laughs> it weird. It's kind of like the way you explained it. It's like now everyone's younger than me. Now I can hang out with everyone. But you're like, nah. Now I will hang out with older people. <laughs> <laughs> no, but different environment. And different all environments. Yeah, and I, I would I would get taken advantage of more of the younger people. You know, because I was 21 and above. So. Oh, they want to buy you drinks. Yeah. They want you to buy them drinks. Yes, you become the alcohol oh, mule. That doesn't feel nice. Mm-hmm. They just want you. They just want you for your ID. Oh, they want me for that pink IC. Those Berkeley people. Gosh, but um, yeah. So I I, I have just been on this um a bit of a, a bit of a I guess you can call it a renaissance. That's of, cool, of man. Sorts like a personal renaissance of sorts of a lot of self growth. Um. Yeah, because you uh, doing this specific job at least, like it's very easy to get caught up in a bubble, or mm. at least to kind of like um, not realize what real life is for a while. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because you're getting money for standing on a stage and doing things. Yeah, and that's not the most normal thing. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. And I don't know if it's revealing too much, but for the time spent on that stage, you're getting a lot of money. I mean, you of course, there's a lot of work and prep and like, of course, and, like of course. dedication. That goes well, it's a real it. job more than anything else, but it doesn't – there's no 401k. There's no CPF. Yeah, there's no regular income and all that stuff. And, and, and something about that um, unpredictability and lack of stability, if anything, like it repels me from like ever wanting to do adult things that you know are more about setting roots and planting a foundation. Yeah. Because – that seems like it can go away so quickly when you're just so used to jumping from wave to wave, you know, that the thought of like building a shack in, 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 in the middle of the ocean is then terrifying. Yeah, man. Cause it can just get swept away or will it, or can it, or it's a lot of money. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of commitment, a lot of time, but those are things that make adults. And I think that is the phase I'm going through right now. <laughs> well, good for you, man. Yeah. I feel like compared to you, I don't really have much to talk about. <laughs> what have you been up to since November of 2018? Yeah, November 2018. Wow, We've yeah. missed so much. We we didn't even get a chance to talk about Endgame. We didn't even get a chance to talk about what's the movie that came out before that? Infinity War. Dude, so many. Star Wars like, The Last Jedi. You we know, didn't we should even talk do, about that. You know what we should do? We should just like have like retro, retro episodes. Like reviewing. Like we'll just record stuff as if it was like. We yeah, just like watched reviewing. it. It's like we just got out of Endgame. <laughs> like talk about it like that way. I feel like that's going to be significantly harder than if we just spoke about it as of our feelings now. Because then we'd have to like feign excitement. Maybe an episode coming up soon would be like a big review of stuff we've missed. Like a best of. Maybe. Yeah. I don't mind that. Yeah. That'd be because, fun. Because. Yeah. I don't mind that. Because. Because my, my opinions of The Last Jedi have changed from when I first saw it. Oh, for better or for worse? For worse, actually. Oh, I sad. liked it a lot more when I first saw it. 
And honestly, I feel kind of shitty, but I think the internet swayed me. Oh, interesting. Have you watched it again, or is it just like... I haven't given. I haven't watched it all the way from from head head to toe. I can do to that. Back. Yeah, I don't think I've watched it on home media. I think I've only ever watched it at the theater. But I watched it like four times in the theater. I thought it was a great movie when I watched it in the theater. But like, I think it was all the internet things that made me like kind of see mm. all the holes mm. and be like, oh, so like he just didn't really follow that plot point, not because he consciously didn't want to, but because he almost kind of forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like things like that where it's like. Um, yeah, I, I I see the movie in a less kind light now. I guess interesting, and 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 I think it's 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 funny that the next one is almost probably going to erase everything that happened. Yeah, in the I'm middle curious act. about that. I'm kind of like not uh, like I'm not I'm weirdly not excited for was it Rise of the Skywalker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. No one's ever really gone. Okay. <laughs> How long have you been recording? Are we are we going to split it up into like Nathan first half, then a game, then John second half? Oh, is that how we? I don't know how long we've been recording. What what where are we? In do the you episode? want a structure? Is it? Is <laughs> I don't know. Is this going to be in the episode? Are we going to talk about? This? Yeah, everything's going to be in the episode. Of course, I editing is for losers. I haven't edited a damn thing since like episode twelve. Solid probably. choice. Um, no, no, no. What have I been up to? Okay, so yeah. I think last time we spoke to you, dear listener, I had just recently left my job at Universal Studios. Yeah, as a performer and host and i've been you know doing pretty i've been freelancing since then and then i'm happy to say that i have you know not gone completely broke Woo! yay financial but, planning sort of but yeah living paycheck to paycheck is stressful but it's like mm. yeah but doing that i've been doing like it, kind of similar to you yeah i feel like i need to like reintroduce myself to the the entertainment industry here so i've been acting in some things done a couple small plays done a couple of uh, a, a fair amount of commercials thank god uh and yeah teaching improv and like doing my photography i've been busy i've been busy and it's good to like similar to you i feel like i need to like hunker down and really get some discipline of like i kind of just work when i feel like working and that's not good i I need to start working like almost treat it like a a regular job except i don't have to do it too long like i I feel like i need to like set up a structure take a shit yeah. Have coffee, answer emails, write whatever I need to, do that, get it out of the way. You could do all of those at the same time right now. Dude. 2019, man. Technology, man. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's good. It's good. It's good to be like a small business owner too. John JohnCancioPhoto.com. <laughs> um, but I'm doing – I'm happy. I'm very happy. That's for sure. Like that's I'm, awesome. Every time I think, man, fuck, I wish I had more money. I wish I was working Universal News Studios with that stable paycheck. I'm just like, but the – the lack of freedom and like what do you have to do and you're constantly like on call yeah yeah no yeah. like i feel like this is a much sweeter deal in the sense that like you have the most important thing of all like agency yes and like but that's also terrifying because yes. then if you see lacks or failures or things that you could be doing more of it's because you're not doing it absolutely and yeah. it's like but it's cool to have like the responsibilities in your hand my destiny's in my hand if i fail if i don't get if i don't create work for myself that's on me man yeah and that's 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 good that's that's adulting but that's like the turning point, right? That's mm. where like all the fucking like the, the stories that we read about. That's the, like right now, I've, you and I are probably in a similar place where this is the turning point, where someone makes something out of nothing. Yeah, someone commits out of nothing and like creates that next thing, like really building in something with a foundation and a structure that you can live in. Uh, I'm talking metaphorically, sure, but also physically, but something that you can like live in in a structure in a, in a certain sense of like a pattern. Because then you create something that's a little bit more solid, something that you know from the outside is a bit more identifiable, yeah. as opposed to oh, that's John, that's Nathan. They do things, you know. True. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna put it right out here. Like I'm like, 
I'll tell you first listeners that like keep an eye out for like stuff coming from me for sure like right I'm a, I, yeah I'm, I'm making a promise I'm like there will be some actually that's one of the things I've been working on that I've been pretty excited about is like a couple months ago my girlfriend and I and a couple of the friends we co-wrote and did a one act play basically yeah man which Nathan wasn't able to watch but it was pretty cool but it's the first time really that I've had like ideas in my head that became words on paper that come out of people's mouths and my mouth that people re- react to in the moment. It's pretty intense. How did it feel? Like, it felt really good to be like, here's the joke that I wrote. Oh, my God, people love it. Yeah. Here's a line that like really is like emotionally stirring and people are like reacting to it viscerally. I'm yeah. like, fuck, I get it. I get why yeah, this is yeah, so yeah. great. And it, it, t- it took out a, a lot of the fear. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm guessing because it's something that you naturally are able to do, that the hardest part of that entire process was just starting. Yeah. Yeah. Starting and, and the middle. Yeah, but the end was easy. Yeah, okay. But yeah, but I mean, it's it's always it's always is, is like getting it getting off your like that's what that's what's cool that's what's cool about Rachel, my girlfriend, is that she's good at kicking me in the butt. Mm. So, but like grinding it out and like having that professional and that personal relationship was tough, but it, it created something amazing. And I'm looking forward to doing writing more stuff. I love writing. I love doing that. So I want to do that more. How was that? How was yeah. that? Like working and working with your romantic partner. Oh, it was tough, man. And I, I feel like we learned a lot, and I feel like it made us. It really stressed our relationship and tested our relationship, but it also made it like stronger. Mm. Like, because when, because like you had a really good insight too, is that you and I are creative partners. We're not romantic partners yet. Um, but like, wait till we share a wall. Spoilers. Um, I'm gonna but, put a glory hole in that wall. Hey oh, now, call back. Hey it's <laughs> <That was> good. <laughs> but like, anytime we have an idea and we say it to the other person, whether it's you and I, it's always either like, oh yeah, I support that idea, or like, yeah, that is okay, yeah. or that idea sucks, and like we're like, okay. We stop. But like when you have that personal entanglement, it's like, well, what does that mean? About, if you think my idea is bad, then why do you love me? Yeah. <laughs> me, me. And, yeah, like, and yeah, it was like yeah. a whole like different layer that you have to learn to cope with. Like some people can really do it. Some people can really do it well. Like uh, was it Jonathan, Jonathan Nolan and his wife are mm-hmm. the Westworld team? Like that's them, right? Right. And I'm sure Rachel and I can get to the place, but like it was really trying in the beginning. But at the end of the day, we were both really proud of our work and that's amazing. people seemed to like it, so – yeah, that, that, that's definitely stuff. one of the hardest things. Like that's why they always say, "Don't shit where you eat," right? Exactly. But that's definitely one of the hardest things to like to like not intersect the professional and the personal. Yeah, that's why it really helped yeah. when we brought in some other people. We brought yeah. in a director and we brought in another co-writer that like really helped us along. Because when it was just the two of us, like we were like, not only were we getting nowhere, we were getting, we were like stuck in hell, like attacking each other. Right. Yeah. But I love it. I love making things. I love doing things. Um. Yeah. The hardest oh. part is always starting. So if there's anything that you guys are dreaming about or like just have had this idea that's been niggling in your head for too long, just fucking start. Just do it. Just take start. like a week and be like, I'm going to start now, even if I don't feel like it. And I'm just going to wake up and give yourself a deadline. Like 2 p.m. every day, I'm going to like start Yeah. for the day. Yeah. And then when you hit 2 p.m., just stop. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to keep going, keep going. Yeah. But like that's what I've been doing. It's been really helpful. Yeah, I mean this 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 episode is kind of like let's just start. let's just start again. Let's just start. I think I, I asked you like what two days ago. Like yeah, let's pretty record. much. Yeah, and, I was like, um, yeah. and it's just start because I mean like in all for all intents and purposes, this could very much be like a, a soft reboot of the entire podcast. Sure, we haven't done it in a while. And I know it's episode 99, but it's been a good long while. We've probably lost all of the, 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 the newer listeners that yeah. came in previously. I'm sure the OGs are going to be here oh, still. Oh, for sure. Hi, guys. Yeah, but like the in terms of like 
audience development and everything, I feel like it's going to be all over the place. But like, I mean, to be afraid of all of that is to just stop yourself. Yes. So rather than do that, just fucking start. Although exactly. I do find it funny that like ever since we stopped, I feel like everyone in Singapore has a podcast now. Do you say that? But I don't know. Already. Or like some form of it. You know, like I know Fuzz has a podcast. I know Andy Chen has like a podcast of sorts. Okay. Like, like I know Toggle has a few like companion podcasts of a few things. Oh, like talk about their shows? I think so, or really? something like that. I, I, and I know radio. Like radio is also getting into a lot of podcast things, where they just take all their stuff from the day and put it into a podcast, like how BBC does it. You mean? Yes, but also like some of the hosts are doing like extra content, shorter, oh, shorter content. Interesting. I just know that like the pot, and also just random people starting podcasts. I know the podcast scene has grown significantly. And I don't know where we stand in it anymore. Whatever, man. I'm always going to know that, like, we're the OGs. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> I don't know. I still tell people we're the number one comedy podcast by default. I don't care if that's true or not. I feel like we've lost that position yeah. because we haven't released an episode in seven months. And it's not the default part's gone because there's probably new comedy podcasts. Exactly. But still, yeah. I mean, that's just my thing. And, you know, I'll say, like, while we've been gone, there's been more than a couple locations where people approach and be like, you're John from Good Hang. I'm like, what the hell? Who the fuck are you? In, like, in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, there's, like, there's been several occasions where i get asked about when is the podcast starting again yeah I'm always surprised because i mean i don't know if you guys know this but the entire ethos and philosophy of the show ever since the start has been like it's always been a bit of a secret like we don't promote it like yeah. crazy we yeah. kind of just allow word of mouth to happen pretty much and honestly i have been extremely surprised by how like how how wild that word of mouth has gone because, yeah it's like, lovely I'd get random people that are like working like photography at an event I'm doing or like a random audience member in like her mid 30s. Yeah. And goes like, hey, when are you guys going to release the next episode? Like, oh, when are you guys doing? Or like, oh, where's John? I get, oh, where's John? Like quite a bit. I get, oh, where's John? I'm like, and because it's like a completely, there's no context to it. Yeah. I'm like, John, John Chua. John can't say, okay, John. Okay. Whoa. I don't know. <laughs> but it's always amazing. It's, it's so thank oh, you guys for, John? yeah. So like, thank you guys for sticking by us. Even, even, I mean, I'm guessing the same people that ask these questions will also hear this episode. So yeah. Hello. Guys. Hello. And yeah, it's just so nice to have people who like. Give a shit. Yeah, give a shit. <laughs> and I appreciate that. And like, always be willing to approach me because I'm approachable. So if you ever if you ever see me out in the wild, just say hi. Be like, "Where's Nathan?" I'd be like, "He's right behind me," <laughs> and I'll reveal him. And it'll be fun. I, I I wonder like about approachability. Like I feel like I've gotten less and less approachable. You think so? <laughs> I feel like yeah. I in feel what like, sense? Like you have um, an aura that's less approachable, or I you feel just like want it, you want you yourself want to be approached. Less. Okay, so like in terms of like. My own personal like hype and fame and all that, all that Sing China stuff has has died down for for ages now. So most people don't really give a shit. The only ones that kind of still do are like the older Chinese people. Are you talking about when you're in China? No, no, in Singapore. Even in Singapore. In okay. Singapore, yeah. I feel like the shine has more or less gone. Like right. most people don't really care anymore. Do you do you but, immediately know if they're from that fan base because they call you by your Chinese name, which oh, yeah, I still yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. I can't even remember. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I can identify like which audience they're from just cool. by kind of like their age group and how they look and like oh. everything. Yeah. But um because of like <clears throat> at the height of all of that attention, I became very like almost paranoid in public because it it got very, very overbearing and overwhelming at the mm -hmm. time. Compared to now, like now it's nothing. You know, like now it's like like barely anything. Not even yesterday's news, your last week's news. Yeah, I'm yeah. like two, three years ago his news. <laughs> they don't give a fuck anymore. And, and that's completely fine with me because that's the nature of the beast, right? But I feel like the period of time where there was a lot of attention, it kind of created this shell around me 
that made me like mm. o- almost have like this default thing in public of like just kind of shutting out the world like headphones on hat sunglasses everything like not so that people don't recognize me but really just so that there's more barriers around my head for sound to approach it oh, that's interesting <laughs> but um do you think that's why celebrities do it like in america I don't know. I, I I know for sure that that outfit doesn't make you any less noticeable. Yeah, because I'm like, I see you, Chris Evans. Yeah, like, pretty much. You. Or like, why are you wearing sunglasses in public? No, I don't really do that. It's more so just like, um, yeah, I feel like I've become less approachable. And if that's the case, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I, I try to be nice in public. Um, but yeah, I've been taking the bus more often, the MRT more often. It's really quite pleasant. But it's also like, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Like, it's, like, good for the environment. It's good for the wallet. Just do it. Just do it. Dude, Nathan, I have a question for you. Oh, wait. Real quick. Go for it. First time I took a train, like, a couple months ago for the first time in a very long time, I got into a very long conversation with two Mormons. Interesting. Yes. Like, from America? Like, from Utah Mormons? Uh, No. Well, one of them was from the States. I can't remember where they were. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of them was from Utah. Mm -hmm. And the other one was from, like, Malaysia or something. Okay. Interesting. But they were missionaries. They were on a mission in Singapore. And um, they walked from one car of the train to the other car where I had my headphones on. And they purposely started having a conversation in front of me. Hello. (laughs) Something like that. They started purposely having a conversation in front of me and uh, kind of got my attention by waving. And then I took out my headphones and said, hey, what's up? Um, and I knew immediately there were Mormons because of the name tag and the, Short <laughs> the get-up and everything. Short shirt with a tie, yes. Yeah. And they were like, hey, man, my friend and I were just having this discussion. This is the guy. Hey, man, my friend and I were just having discussion. What's your favorite color? <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, this is like <laughs> – that's like – this is like game when you go to a bars, except and not then, very good. Yeah. So, like, the first thing I wanted to say was, like, dude, like uh, – you got to find, like, a better entry. But, like, I didn't want to say yeah, that because like, he was a younger dude. I'm guessing they were about, like, 17, But 18. can you imagine if they were, like, if they were really using game technique? They were, like, nah, come on. You don't look like a guy who would love Jesus. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Negged. Uh, then then I like, start approaching them. It's like, like, hey, man, let me talk to your friend about Jesus. I want to know about Jesus. I want to know. <laughs> uh, wait, no. wait, what about me? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, like, I, 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 I withheld all of my criticism towards how they were approaching me. Because, you know, like, I, I thought, you know, I, I wanted to know more. Experience. It's like, it sounds like a pretty fun experience. I would probably get into it. I wanted to know more. I wanted to talk to them about it. I just, I just had some critique on, like, you know, maybe find a better entry point. Don't just say, hey, my friend and I were having, having a discussion. This, what? What's your favorite <laughs> color? I told you it'd be blue. So like I pivot, yeah. so I just pivoted immediately. I was like, "Blue, hey man, you guys Mormons? Where are you from?" <laughs> <laughs> just cut to the chase. Pretty See, much, you're making their job easy for them, and I'm sure Pretty they appreciated much. that. Pretty much, yeah. But we spoke about it for a little bit, and they invited me, and they've been texting me, and I haven't replied. Dude, um, I don't really be ghosting want, on Mormons. I, I'm ghosting on them, man. But I really want to reply to them because, like, I just found it hilarious. Like my, the first train ride I've taken in ages, and I, I go into this like 15 minute conversation about. Mormonism. I like you're like, I can go on a train. I'm not going to be bothered. I'm not that famous anymore. <laughs> Hello. My name is Elder Price. But the only th- – yeah, that's that's the fucking thing. The entire time we were talking about Mormonism, um, 
I had to withhold the fact that everything I knew about Mormonism was, was from, from the, the Book, Book of, of Mormon. Mormon. Music. So like they kept asking me like, so have you heard about it? What do you know? And all that. And I, I just I, I I knew a decent amount about Mormonism, but because mm. of um because of Book of Mormon, and I don't know how accurate all that stuff is. I hear it is. It's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah supposedly. But I just gave them like the on the surface of like, oh yeah, I had some Mormon friends. Yeah, yeah, Joseph you know. Smith. Yeah, they told me about um uh, how they found the, the 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 newer testament, and it was found underground, but um written on these plates and everything <laughs> and um, i feel like you have to resist the urge to rhyme and go into melody <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny. the golden plates but yeah um it was it was a very delightful conversation with two very polite boys and um i i, I still intend to go visit the, the church of latter-day saints very sure. soon just to you know experience another side of life sure. so and shout that, out to all our mormon listeners yeah. out there y'all um, were very, very polite, very, very um, kind. Um, although you do need to find better one-liners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll, Nathan, and I will give you some right now. Uh, so I already said, yeah. It's like, nah, you don't look like someone who would love Jesus. What's another one, Nathan? Hey, uh, I know we bury plates, but let. How about we go on a date? I don't know. I tried G- good, to good. The rhyming one that works. How about this? How about this? Like. Don't you hate long sleeves? Check on mine. Hi, I'm Elder John. <laughs> That's a cool one, right? Hey, have uh, would you like to know more about this book about Jesus? Or would you like to know my number? See, I don't have good pickup lines either. All right, all right, little, uh, here, uh, here's one for you, Nathan. <laughs> it's like, uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, would you like less mon? Or Mormon. Oh, right? that's the winner. That's the winner. That's boom, a free one. That's a I'm free in. one for Take all of one, you guys. Mormons. Um, that's a free one. Use it in your next, um, uh, what do they call it? Evangelizing? Just stalking event, probably. <laughs> Just not very nice, John. Predat- predatory actions. <laughs> it's not very nice. We're trying to be nice a- to approaches, everybody here. Approaches. <laughs> two by two. We go, da, 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 da. Yeah, man. I need to work on my pickup lines. Yeah. I feel like I don't have any. Oh my god, I would love to be your wingman. Let's go to bars and just try yeah. to pick up chicks. I am newly single. Oh, we'll talk, are we going to talk about that? We can talk about that. Maybe maybe next episode. Let's keep it pretty pretty this light. This is like a real like intro light thing. So it, that yeah. so I had a question for you, Nathan. Yeah. What is since we last recorded, what is the coolest thing or the what's the most your most favorite thing? Yeah, full stop. Favorite thing that has happened since Because mine's recorded? BTS, motherfuckers! Oh, yeah. I'm ARMY. I'm full-on ARMY, dude. Oh, yeah. I feel like there would be a decent amount of overlap of BTS fans in our listenership, right? Um, Yeah, a decent amount, I think. Dude, oh. I never thought I'd be someone who was like into K-pop. Okay, for those of you that don't know, all both of you, <laughs> BTS is the number one boy band from the from Korea ever, basically. And what does BTS stand for, John? Bangyan Sonyadan, man. Yeah, thank you. Which means bulletproof Boy Scouts. Yeah. See, I know my history. That's the fucked up part. <laughs> yeah, here's the fucked up part. John got super into BTS. Super like, into it. Literally, I use this word with the proper meaning, overnight. Yes. <laughs> One night, I didn't know anything about them. The next, I did. I knew everything about them. Yeah, I think it was like, like you, you watched their SNL performance, yeah, right? Yeah, so I watch, I watch every episode of SNL. Like, mm-hmm. And I was just, and usually I skip over the music parts. Yeah, but then like Emma Something Stone's episode, you. yeah, Something which was you. no, it was just neighbor. I was just like, oh, I've heard about them. I hear the, 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 the everything, and like, yeah. all right, I'll just play it. And all of a sudden, I was just like, whoa, okay. 
and then they did Boy with Love, and I was like, okay, that's cool. And I watched the rest of the episode, and then they did Mic Drop, and I was like, that was like, that was interesting. <laughs> and then like I just went back and I watched it over again. I was like, that was so catchy, and I watched it again and again and again. <laughs> Dude, by by the end of the first day of being introduced to BTS, I had watched that specific clip of mm-hmm. them doing Boy with Love on SNL. I think about nine times. It's very impressive. What it's they what so they do? Cool. <laughs> like that's the thing about them. Like I mean, people. I feel like everyone that hates on K-pop in general or BTS specifically, they're. They tend to be contrarians that would just hate yeah. whatever's popular. But I also feel like there's a very natural thing of like, I don't understand what they're saying. <laughs> like, I guess, but it's also more so like if with anything else, if you just pay a little bit of attention, like the slightest bit of attention, sure. what they do is kind of undeniable. Oh, yeah. Like, because I don't understand Korean. I'm not like a huge K-pop enthusiast or anything, but I watch bands like BTS, mm-hmm. like Blackpink, like Mamamoo. Like, I think it's like at this Itzy. point that I should say that. Yeah. I don't know. I know nothing outside of BTS in terms of K-pop. Right, right. Like, so, I've like, heard I, of EXO. I've right, heard right. of Blackpink. I know of Big bang yeah. but like i'm all i'm all in i'm all down so i, I dabble yeah. so i'm not obsessed over one specific one like you are i kind mm-hmm. of dabble in all of them just to kind of understand what what's going on there sure and what they do is undeniably impressive there's a lot of time and a lot of effort that goes into it it's a crazy a crazy amount of work and i respect them like crazy but like okay, the short the elevator pitch of someone who's like oh well i'm not really listening to k-pop what's it about i'm like take any musical genre from the past 30 years that you enjoy <laughs> Add some hip hop and some cool electro, and you will have a song for you right. from BTS that'll like take your like, super dig into your ears, right? Like super earworm songs. Like it's so amazing. When someone tells me to explain K-pop, I just tell them that it's um, pop music designed for the current age. Yeah, because that like about right, yeah, because most of their songs or like the popular ones at least, like they go through like three genres, which was three genres which is within the same song 100 percent. so like my favorite thing to do now is when people when i when i out myself yeah as army mm-hmm. um they'll be like oh really so what's a good song for me to listen to i'm yeah. like all right cool tell me your musical tastes yeah and they'll be like oh you know like completely like from the beginning of your life what's your favorite kind of music it's like oh i used to like to li- listen to 90s I- i'll hip-hop. give you one right okay now. go 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 see okay, if I can. Um, and then basically what i would do is once i hear that i will yeah. like suggest a sing a song so okay. let's see if i can do it with nathan um i used to love all the the early 2000s boy band stuff okay um, I love a little bit of uh, Latina music. Okay. Um, and so like, you like um, reggaeton? Is yeah, that fair yeah, to say? Yeah. And I'm super into dubstep. And you're super into I'm dubstep. Super into dubstep. See, Nathan, you're cheating because you're making it super easy for me. Because <laughs> you're, you're basically you're basically talking about. I think I don't know. Let me maybe Idol. They call me yeah. Idol. The, the, da, na, na. I don't know what that song goes. That's the, the extent idol. of what Care? I know about it. But like you can totally do that. You can be like, "Hey, uh, you." So you said what you're into, like boy band, boy band Latin, dubstep. Latin. Okay, then this song sounds like this. That's the. That's, that's, that's where. Are we allowed to play this? For ten seconds. Already, right? Already. All right. I think that's as much that's as we are intro. allowed to play. <laughs> that's dope. That's the intro. Yeah. That's just the intro. And but then you like, fast forward, fast forward, <laughs> fast forward. <laughs> Now John's just having a good time. He's just okay. Now I feel like I feel like I don't even have to be here right now. You don't um, really don't. Yeah. Well, you have to at least get to the chorus. Cause you can't stop me loving myself. 
<laughs> all right, all right. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's VTS, baby. Okay, but um, yeah. But I, you can do that. You can be like, but like, my point is that like, oh, I like slower music here. I like dance music here. I yeah. like hardcore hip hop. It's yeah, all yeah, this, yeah. all these songs. It's so yeah, good. totally. And I feel like it's the perfect music design for the current age because like everyone, it's like it's all a fight for attention right yeah. now right? because attention spans are so short. So I feel like the way that K-pop is designed and produced, it's perfect for short attention spans yes. because like. Before you know it, the song sounds like a whole different thing, and they've changed everything. And because like there's so many different people, there's not just one person singing one thing the whole time. There's always someone doing something different. And then while that person is singing this, that person's doing this cool dance move. And yes. while that person's doing this cool it's dance like move, there's two others doing this crazy choreo. Super well designed. Okay, so in BTS there are seven. I can't believe we're going this long on BTS. Actually, yeah. yes, I can. Yeah. There's seven members of BTS. Four of whom are singers. Three of whom are rappers. Right. And every song, each rapper has to have at least one verse. Okay. What's cool is that, like, I mean, what, the thing that sucks in with BTS is there, for me, like, the first thing you know is, is a ridiculously amazing dance choreography, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, how the fuck could they possibly sing live and dancing at the same time? But then you start watching, you're like, oh, they they're do. not all, they are, first of all, they are. Yeah, they do. But also, it's like, not everyone is singing the whole time. Like, they'll yeah. take turns, basically. And when someone's singing a verse, everyone else is dancing in the background. They get a chance to catch, the, and then while the person singing, it almost gets a chance to catch them. It's like really well designed, and it's just so good. I love BTS. <laughs> Who's your favorite? Sugar. Uh, Sugar is the best, dude. Like he's my he, uh, he's my bias. That's what they say. It. That's a term. Got it. And then that's that means your favorite. And then your bias killer, which is like your second favorite. Uh-huh. Mine's Jimin because he's so pretty. He's a beautiful man with a lovely I, voice. Jimin is my one of my favorites. Yeah, for sure. Is, wait, is Jimin the one that? I was going to say he has pink hair, but that doesn't apply. When Map of the Soul Persona, the recent album came out, yeah. yes, Jimin had pink hair. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I find him I find him to be a very pretty looking man. Yeah. And he's... also, um, uh, uh, to the Singaporeans out there, if you guys know the, 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 the two influencers, UTL666, mm-hmm. I think Jimin looks exactly like Michelle from, from UTL. I swear, you to you, I don't see I swear to you, their faces are the exact same. I think they're both very beautiful people. Yeah, but yeah, I don't quite see it. Yeah, friend of the show. Uh, but anyway, that's that's my favorite thing since kind of that's like that's my biggest like thing Obsession. in life. That's I guess so. Yeah, and also like my girlfriend. I guess I have to say that I have to say that I she can take second place. Whatever. No, <laughs> never. She but, she's your bias killer. Uh, <laughs> I actually had a couple of questions I wanted to ask you of like. What do you think's been going on in the world since we recorded our last episode? Oh, my. And I think it'd be fun to do it in game format. Oh, is it time? Yes, it is. Play that music. It's game time. Time to play a game. Yes, it is time and a game. So, therefore, it is, yeah, it is game time. I'll do something better next time, I promise. I spent too much time on the intro. Okay, I haven't recorded it at this point, but I'm thinking of adding all new music for oh everything. My God. Yeah, all new music for everything. So I haven't played, I haven't recorded it yet. I haven't put it in, of course, because we're recording this live right now. Oh, then I got to be like, whoa, that was cool, different. I mean, you, Game can, just, time. you, you can just react to it the next episode. But uh, <laughs> this is the evolution of Nathan Hartona is yeah. position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if all things went according to plan, you should have just heard an all new game jingle and an all new intro jingle as well. It's a surprise for me. Wow, this is oh. so cool. But yeah, basically, Nathan, yeah, I think it's not a real good hang episode if you don't have a game. I guess so. We gotta have a game, man. So, I guess I was to, to for the record, I was against this game. I thought it was stupid. It's, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> all it really is, so new listeners, all we really do is just fun little things that like we get a chance to talk about some stuff and have some interesting knowledge. Talk about the stuff that we like. So the game this week, Nathan, is uh, stuff that's happened since we've gone off 
the air. No, since we last recorded. So basically, all my questions are going to be like, for example, my first question to you, Nathan. Let's just let's just jump into it. Oh, and this is since the date, November fifteenth, twenty eighteen. The release of our last of episode ninety seven, which yeah. is November fifteenth. Was it ninety seven or ninety eight? Ninety eight. Yeah. No, I remember whatever you said at the top of this episode was correct. I yeah. just checked that. Yeah, yeah. This is 98. episode ninety eight. Yeah. Okay. So cool, Nathan. So my first question, straight up, pretty simple. You okay. guys play along at home. Okay. How many days has it been since our last episode? Oh, come on. I I, I never – okay, this is why. I have a high school education. <laughs> I never learned like how many days are in every month. <laughs> oh. I, or I always forget the thing. You know when you – Yeah, the knuckle with thing. Your knuckles? I always, is it January, February? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And January, February, March. No, this is like one of my favorite facts in life. So if you put your fists together as if you're going to – you know, pound someone with both your hands, and you look at the ridges and the, your knuckles and the ridges in between your knuckles. That's how you remember the month. So January is the first one. So it's the pinky on your left hand. That's thirty-one. Then of course February, which is you know twenty-eight, 28. and then thirty-one. And then like the f- cool part is June and July, which or so so it- so when it goes out, it's thirty-one. When it goes in, it's thirty. When it goes up, it's thirty-one. So January, February, March, April, May, June, July, and August both have thirty-one because those are both your index finger knuckles. Okay, I feel like if I really committed to the calculation of this, I can get this answer right. But for the purpose of moving this well, some levity. fucking thing along, just levity, <laughs> and the fact that you know by now some 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 listeners have probably done the math already. I am going to say I don't even know what date is it it is today. That's going to be rough. Is it 15th July? It is the 17th of July. Fuck. This recording is on 17th of July. So now people know how late we are with pre- <laughs> Oh, that means <laughs> it's it been Okay, so carry the 7 um bring over the 2. It has been He's not even using a calculator. Guys. <laughs> this, is just, his, this is just his mind. I'm just saying <laughs> things that sound like math. Like where I don't fucking know. I'm going to guess 100 and 87 days 244 wow yeah, that's a long time to be away from you guys and we apologize wow like a you could get like a like a like a like a deformed baby from that august see i feel like you messed up by going backwards you should have gone forward so i don't even from, I, no i honestly didn't so we're in the middle of july now john so i'm gonna to be august john? To september october november yeah we would have a slightly no like an okay baby okay fine not that not that what's the word um, when they come out early, preemie, preemie, premature. Yeah, we would have an eight-month-old baby. Yeah, but just to let you know, behind that thought process, John, I did no counting, I did no calculations. I literally just gave you a number that I thought was realistic. I mean, that's good. I, I like that you just searched your feelings. <laughs> okay, right. so now so the, Nathan's the, got a couple for me. Yeah, the whole conceit of this game is that he has questions for me. I have questions for him. So, my question for you is, John. Yes. How many movies has Samuel L. Jackson been in since we last went on air? Dude, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, geez, okay. Come on, just spell it, spell it out in your head. Just well, the thing crazy. is, okay, so my next question, spoiler alert, is how many Marvels there, movies there's been since then. So, cool. And then again, he's not in all – has he been in all of them? Okay, so three Marvel movies. Damn it, that's a spoiler alert for my next game. I'll just skip over that. So he was in three uh, – was he in – the question is, was he in any movies besides Marvel movies? I know there was a Shaft Jr. movie, so that's four for sure. Mm. And just for shits and giggles, I'm going to assume he was – oh, he was in Glass. Mm. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Not Glass. He was in – Yeah, Glass. Is it called Glass? Yeah. Yeah, he was in Glass. That's five. Um, I'm just going to – and then I can't think of another one, so I'm just, but I'm sure he was in one. And because I doubt myself and I hate myself, I'm going to put in another one. 
So I'm going to say that he was in seven movies. Ooh, seven movies. And this is a lesson, guys. Never doubt yourselves. You had Six? it in the beginning. It was five. Five? He was in Glass in order of release. I, not, Glass. Only, not only did I get him right, I got the number right. I guess that I know the movies. Yeah. It was Glass, Captain Marvel, Endgame, Shaft, and Far From Home. Wow. He was in five movies between uh, our recording and now. So in the time that we did Fuck All, he was in five movies, John. Well, trust yourself. Okay, well, I'm not... Okay, so my next question was supposed to be number of Marvel movies, but that was kind of a spoiler. Yeah. So instead, I'm going to do the addition to that one, which is, Nathan, how many movies were released by Disney or <laughs> Disney-owned movies? Fucking hell. These questions are supposed to be vaguely possible. Um, it is vaguely possible. I know, but not without, like, some kind of supercomputer. Sorry, or what, what was the it? standard computer, which is how I got this answer. Yeah, no, but see, like, that's cheating. Okay. Um, what was the question again? How many released by Disney yes. in total? Yes. Okay. I'll give you a small hint. So Fox purchased uh Disney purchased Fox that was only in May of 2019. Mhm. See if that helps you at all. Yeah, fuck. Off. I just um okay, let's just go over the Marvel movies first. So there let's, was let's Endgame, there was Captain Marvel, and there was Far From Home. So that's three. Um and then that's a lot of superhero movies. That was all 2019 like cuz there was yeah, anyway. Um and then there was uh Toy Story 4. There mm-hmm. was uh Wreck It Ralph two? No, that came out before that. Um, there I'm was. Not giving anything away. I, I'm just gonna take a shot in the dark and say nine. That's pretty close. Yeah, it's twelve. Oh, so it's nine if you didn't include the Marvel movies. Okay, but here's the thing. Here, here's I'll go through the list because I actually thought it was gonna be like seventeen thousand. Right, but I was surprised it was so few. I probably left out the Last Jedi. No, the thing that. is that no, that Lucas Arts didn't come out with the movie since we last recorded, didn't they? Yes. I don't know. I just no, know that we missed talking about The Last Jedi. No, because Last Jedi wasn't... La- was Last Jedi last year? Was Last Jedi in 2018? I feel like it was. Don't they release one a year now? Oh, then I no, sorry. That was Solo. Yeah. Solo is what came out last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And even that was in the summer. So nothing, like nothing from LucasArts in winter of 2019, 2018. Okay. Okay. So LucasArts didn't come out with one. Uh, so Marvel, again, those three movies. Walt Disney, as a studios, like came out with... Uh, let me count here. One, two, three, four, five, six movies. What are they? Ralph Breaks the Internet. Damn it. Which was November 21, followed by Mary Poppins Returns. No, I forgot about that one. Dumbo. Everyone forgot about that one. A little movie I never heard of called Penguins. Uh, It's probably one of those documentaries narrated by Benedict Cumberbatch. Exactly. Penguins. Aladdin. Mm -hmm. And Toy Story 4, the most recent one. I just realized, like, what's happening that, like, in the same year, Dumbo, Aladdin, and Lion King live-action remakes have come out. Like, I feel like that's just silly. I also feel like they're burning through their ca- – like, Lion King's coming out next, next next week, right? Yeah. So, like, they're burning through their catalog. I mean, I know the reason why is because they want to maintain they the want, rights. They just want money. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. They want to maintain the rights in perpetuity um, because, like, if they don't do another movie about it, then the rights become public record because all of these oh. stories that they're covering are, are are public domain, kind of, but they have the movie rights to it. But if they don't do anything about it for, I think the number is, like, 20 years or something. But isn't Lion King, like, an original thing? Um, oh, this is very, very um, debatable. I mean, it's, it's based on Hamlet. It's very, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's based on Hamlet, but it's very debatable because many people believe that Lion King is a straight up ripoff of a, a Japanese anime Kimba? called Kimba the Lion. Yeah. Yeah. There's a really cool meme of that. Well, I'll put that one in the show notes. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I hear it's because they want to retain the rights to all of their shit because like uh, Aladdin, I don't believe is an original story. 
Is it? I don't know. I know Little Mermaid is not an original story. No, that's Hans Christian Beauty Anderson. Beauty and right? the Beast is not an original story either. Um, I don't yeah. know. We should, we should look that up. I'm not even sure. But yeah. I just thought, I just figured it was just like, uh, I love money. I like money. That's definitely a factor as well. And now technology is kind of good enough to do that shit. That's okay. I really can't wait to watch Lion King because I've been watching the I'm clips. I'm curious. It looks so weird. Like... The lions are so photorealistic; they're not even showing emotion. Huh. I cannot wait to watch like how they do that <laughs> because it just looks like a nature documentary where the mouths move, right? And like they, they, the lions are really showing like no signs of like emoting. Like they don't, they can't really raise their yeah, eyebrows right? or like express of their face the way the cartoon did. So they're just talking. Hmm. Yeah, that's I, freaky. But to go on the list of movies, Dark Phoenix. No, that's that. Is that a Disney movie? Then yeah, it was is distributed by Marvel uh, by by them, so it counts. Poor things. The movie just came out in America, but not here. Stuber, you hear about Stuber? That's a Disney movie with Batista and Nanjiani. Well, it's 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 uh, being released by 20th Century Fox, which of course is owned by the the mouse. <laughs> yeah, the mouse see, the house. see, so even if I did like really, really think really hard, I wasn't gonna get Stuber. I mean, do you know? I mean, do you even know like what movies belong to which studios? I wouldn't even be able to. But I, I think my my questions are just like stab in the darks and see if you're right. Yep. Uh, yeah, and then also Tolkien, which I didn't even know came out. That's a movie. Yeah, it's a, apparently it's a American biological biographical drama directed by some dude starring Is that Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. Oh, as yeah. Tolkien. He played J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah, and it grossed four point five million dollars in America. Oh. 51 and Rotten Tomatoes. I might check it out. Who knows? <laughs> cool, man. It's split. It could be good. It could be bad. It could be good. It could be bad. All right. What's your next question? All right. My next question, pretty straightforward. How many iPhones have come out since we last recorded? Fuck. Think hard about this one. That's hard because I don't really keep track. I How? bought my iPhone 8 and I'm super happy with it. And I'll never I'll never change until it dies. Mm-hmm. I mean, XR, right? I feel like the X was before. Mm-hmm. Is it? I don't know. I'm just saying mm-hmm, to whatever you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me an answer. XS, XR. I'm not sure. I feel like this could be a trick. I also feel like this could be a trick. Ooh, is it? I'm feeling tricky. All right, I'm gonna go with my first instinct, and I'm just gonna say two. Okay. And the answer was one. Damn it! <laughs> it was the iPhone XR that came out yeah. technically in not well. It technically came out November first, but like you know, same thing. Yeah. I mean, so so like the, not quite, so, so, so the answer is zero. Yeah. So the, the true answer is zero, but in t- for the sake of whatever, because you know, fifteen days, it probably came out in Singapore later anyway. But um, yeah, only one, the iPhone XR. But you know who doesn't give a fuck? Me, because I changed my phone. I finally migrated from the iOS system after using it for almost a decade. That's so weird. Yeah, it's still it's it's definitely. You still don't regret it. Um, You're happy with it. Um. <laughs> uh oh. I know I started sounded sounding very excited. No, when you the first week that you had that phone, you were very excited about it. Okay, and so, it does take amazing photos. Yeah. So the thing about so in, in case you're curious, I got a Google Pixel three. A Google Pixel, a Google Pixel three XL. The camera is amazing. Mm-hmm. I love the general kind of like functionality in terms of how you can customize the look and feel of the phone from mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. nuts and bolts. Everything, everything about it is customizable. Your imagination is the limit. But yeah, but um. The main apps that I use are, of course, social media because of the nature of my work, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the social media apps have some just just weird ticks, hmm. like just inconsistencies in behavior. So it's an Android thing. 
is an Android thing, I believe. Or maybe it's just a Google Pixel thing. I'm not sure because maybe it functions differently on a Samsung. But okay, the most glaring difference is, of course, like the font change. Like the fonts look different between iOS and Android. But honestly, the, I can't be bothered with that. The things that bother me are things like you can't link your Facebook account to your Instagram account. You can link your personal Facebook account, but you can't link a public page that you manage. That's weird. It's really, really strange. Um, there's some random inconsistencies as well. Like when you up, when you want to upload a carousel image, you can't can't delete pictures from the carousel like the 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 delete function is just weirdly broken that's it's, weird it's just broken in very minor like, like tiny ways if yeah, all like, you did on instagram was just post pictures and comment on things yeah you you'd wouldn't be fine. you'd be fine but if you were doing things a bit more in depth like igtv things yeah or like specific tags or all that stuff it just shows all kinds of weird inconsistencies that bother me well, but you sir i would say your phone is broken yeah but yeah here's the kicker um the Google Pixel does not come with a default voice recorder. What? It does not come with a default voice recorder. But, I mean, and how hard is it to just get an app, though? Oh, yeah. See, that's all I needed. But the thing is, like... That's pretty weird. It's weird. And, you know, like, the voice recorder is, like, the main thing that I use back on my iPhone. Like, yeah. I, I, I have, like, hundreds and hundreds of voice memos that I keep there that were very useful to me. Um, and with this phone, I had to go find an app, and I had to try a bunch of them because every app mm. is different. Some apps have ads. Some apps are stupid. Um, but yeah. Wait, that wait, was what just, made you want to make the switch in the first place? I just wanted some change. change. I just wanted some change. And I was always very curious about the Google Pixel mm. because my very first smartphone was a Google uh, – no, a HTC G1. It was, the, it was Google's very first attempt at making a phone way back I've in I've never like, had a non-Apple smartphone. Yeah? Yeah. That was my first smartphone. No, I've only ever had Nokias and smartphones and, and iPhones. Mm. Yeah. Like my first smartphone was the G1. I think that's what it was called. The HTC G1 or like – I don't know, forgot what it was called. But it was one of those like slidey phones that you slide and then there's a keyboard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a Blackberry. Um, something like that. But also the App Store and the Android is fantastic. There's all kinds of fake shit in there that you can have fun with for about an hour. Um, <laughs> it's fun. Like you can find random games where you can make like – Ryu fight Spongebob or something like that. Like all kinds of unlicensed illegal stuff that floats around the app store that you just can't find on the Apple app store. But um, that's fun, I guess. But yeah, the main kick, the main thing is the camera is kick ass. Um, But truth be told, I kind of missed the iPhone. Anyway. Interesting. All right. My next question to you, Nathan. And like I, I, I like the underlying reason for this game is like the idea that like we missed we would out talk a lot. About. Yeah, we would things we would have talked about. These are all the things we would have talked about, yeah. kind of. But I mean, we almost made like a thing not to talk about Trump. But we're playing catch up. One thing I, I want you know, I want to ask you, Nathan. If is, this question is how many tweets he sent, no, good okay. lord. Simpler than that, how many rallies had Trump, has Trump had since November fifteenth, twenty eighteen? Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm just going to guess, take a while. Remember, guess. this guy's main job is to be the president yeah. and like be presidential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's done a lot of rallies because he's been campaigning for the 2020 election like since like mid last year. Mm. It's insane because I, I, I honestly think that was the only part of the, 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 the election he enjoyed. <laughs> Everything else, he's just like, I don't know what to do. But like the, 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 the whole being in a room, a huge room full of people who love him. Yeah, yeah he, I, I think, think he really he loves that part. And like, I mean, f- you know, fair shake to whatever, right? Um Okay, I'm just going to guess because I feel like almost all news footage I see of him, he's either outside the White House next to a helicopter or at a rally. <laughs> right. So I'm going to say since November, ooh, if like, okay, that's seven months. Uh, if he did like f- seven a month, um, I'm going to say 49. 
I mean, it feels like it. Right. But the real answer is nine. Really? Yeah. Man, I... A little I, bit more than one man, month. I thought I was going to, like... I, I I thought I really hit the nail in the head in that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. He's only done he's only done nine, but that's still a lot to me. That's a lot, yeah. Because I feel like I've seen a lot of footage of him like just constantly doing rallies, but just reusing footage. I guess. But then again, like I I, I, I haven't been keeping up with the news too much because I it's tiring. Yes. But and um, also maybe because these are official rallies, maybe stuff that you're talking about are like they look like rallies right, or like right, but right. it's like visitation but like yeah. actual rallies that are like hey come love me and vote for me yeah nice. see like i have not been keeping up with the politics but i feel like at this point he can't possibly have that many supporters left right <sighs> like he's been you doing this think. job too long and too incompetently like i get it if they support his sentiment and his party mm. but i don't think personally that he has that much support anymore but i might be completely off base here i'm just going off the fact because i have i have not been see, following I, the problem the... is you're using logic and Trump supporters don't use logic, Nathan. Okay, then. Um, well, but if we're talking about the elections, I want to bring up one of my favorite people running. Um, Andrew, I've been, what's his name? I've been following it vaguely. And guys, I've been following one of the candidates. His name is Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang. He is the only Asian man running for president. Yeah. And I, to my memory, one of the only ones ever that has gotten on the debate stages. Yep. And I find him infinitely fascinating because he is not a politician he's a businessman he came into this election with very little resources in terms of like he didn't know anyone in in in, in washington mm-hmm. he didn't have any connections is, he, is he a congressman no he's, he's an nothing. entrepreneur he started a business, a business guy he started a business helping uh college kids with test prep interesting yeah that's like his thing um and he he works a lot in the tech sector so he came into this election as a nobody in politics, mm-hmm. but because he's smart, because he's well-spoken, because he has interesting um, policies, and because he has a really killer slogan, make America think harder. Again. Math. No. So like, the, his slogan that? is math. Make, math. Make America. Ah. <laughs> slo- ah. So his slogan is like, his, the thing that he says is the, the opposite of Trump is an Asian man in a math hat. Right. Yeah. Um, That's super true. Yeah. But um, I, 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 I'm just loving everything I'm seeing from him, man. He, but I also know that he's probably not going to go very far because yeah. he's Asian. And I feel like most Americans kind of overlook Asians as a... Yeah, as, as a person. A, a race of humans, <laughs> yeah. Um, and also because he, uh, he has... He has a very wild idea of UBI, Universal Universal Basic Income. Bin Laden. Yes. Yes. <laughs> universal UBL. Basic Income, where he wants to give $1,000 a month to every U.S. citizen 18 and above. 18 the to 64, fuck? yeah. Um, what would that do? Um, I, I, oh man, I really want to get into this, but I know that this, this is boring very for niche so many people. You're not exactly an expert, too. Yeah. So no, like, no, but I, I'm an expert on this specific thing. Of this okay. specific person. So, like... $1,000 a month, of course you can't live on $1,000 a month. No yeah. one really can unless you live in the sticks, right? Yeah. But $1,000 a Not month even. is enough to kind of get rid of the existential dread. It's mm, more of a psychological booster. It's that's more of something to get people going as opposed to like something to lean on. That's interesting. And, um, but how would that affect inflation? Like, so the big question about thousand dollars, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, so the big question about the, where the money is coming from because it's going to cost an estimate of like two and a half trillion dollars. Um, like, uh, what? 
they intend or is it billion i can't remember probably probably tr- trillion probably trillion um like the main thing that blew my mind is that america does not have a value added tax mm-hmm. so huge companies that are based in us like amazon apple google they yeah. don't pay taxes that is crazy that blows yeah so what he wants to do is implement a vat like because mm-hmm. singapore has it europe, europe all, all over europe, europe has, it, has yeah. it china has it they want to apply a vat uh that would enable all these companies to then give back to the country that they are taking so many businesses from i actually don't even really know what value added tax is a tax on the amount of which a value of an article has been increased at each stage of its production or distribution yeah oh okay <laughs> basically they're not getting taxed for anything right so um like the, he wants to implement some tax system so that uh because if you think about it the reason why so many brick and mortar stores are closing down because of google right. uh, i mean because of amazon right the reason why so many like bookshops are closing or whatever like you can sure, attribute sure, sure, sure. all of these things to google amazon apple yet they're the ones who are just making money and very little is coming out you know they do charity stuff here and there i'm sure but very little of it is going back to the people so what mm. he wants to do is add a tax for literally like every Google search every uh, uh, mile driven by a robot truck sending you your tax delivery. for searching Google. Well, so like how I it's just more Googled of what valued added. Taxes it's more of like a tax for the company. Interesting. So not literally like one click one thing, but more of like you know maybe a tax for the bandwidth, a tax for the traffic, a tax for every purchase sold yeah. and everything like that. So he wants to tax the big companies, and then this money goes back to the people. And the thing about money is that if you give it to people, it doesn't just disappear; it goes sure. back into the economy. Yeah. Assuming they use it. I really want to stop talking about this right now because I feel like I've lost so many people. I'm so sorry. Um, This is just another step in Nathan becoming an adult, guys. He's getting interested in American politics. No, no. I'm just interested in the fact that an Asian man could possibly be president, but probably not. That is pretty cool. He's not. not, He's going to drop out like any second now, I bet. All right. Is it my turn? No, it's your turn. It's my turn. And after this, I've got one uh, one two-parter. Okay. How many tweets... Has Donald Trump? <laughs> Has OJ Simpson tweeted since we went off air? Wow, that's so interesting because I have no fucking clue. I don't even know if OJ's on Twitter. I barely even know if he's in prison. I think he's out of prison. Yeah, he's got Twitter. I would say okay. Okay, I'll give you a hint because this is okay. Fine, give, me a, give me a hint. Give me a hint. Um, he he's new. He's new on Twitter. He's new to Twitter. He's new on Twitter. Um, this is okay. just my way of talking about it. <laughs> fair, true, fair enough. Uh, I'm curious, but I'm going to throw it out there because it doesn't really matter. I'm going to say he, he has like like t- 33 really weird tweets. Okay, well, the the answer is he has tweeted 16 tweets Okay, since oh. the 15th of June. Man, I was going to say 17. Okay. So, oh, so he's like, yeah, a month into it. Yeah. And like... What does he tweet about? It's hilarious. Murder well, it's not Nicole. hilarious. It's more like hilarious contextually, but the it's murder not... Murder of Nicole Brown Simpson? Is that what he talks about? <laughs> yeah. What is he talking about? He's tweeting pictures from the murder. No. Um, he's just behaving like a regular dude on Twitter, as if he's not O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> so like... Like, I think the first thing he posted was like before the Democratic debates or something yeah. like that. And he just posted – most of his posts are videos. Okay. And he just posted a, a tweet saying, oh, man, I can't wait to watch the debates. I wonder what's going to be happening. This, you know, these things are so unpredictable. I can't wait to see what these guys have got. And then the first thing I thought was anybody that he supports must, is going to get so fucking pissed off. So weird, <laughs> Like dude. the candidate – whoever – whichever candidate OJ puts his sticker on and goes, man, you're great. Like Andrew Yang, OG approved. <laughs> I guess gonna be like, wait. But yeah, he has Twitter. Go check it out. It's it's fascinating. He really like he he yeah. No one's told him that he's OJ. That's I so guess. weird. That's yeah. weird. 
Yeah. That was mine. All right. So mine's a two-parter, mm-hmm. but I'm. This is I find this. Very, this is one I find very fascinating. Mm. Nathan, how many TV shows mm. on American TV, uh-huh. which includes all the streaming platforms and all that shit, uh-huh. have premiered since our last episode? Yeah. See, I was gonna ask you this question. I was gonna say Netflix. How many Netflix shows have come out since nah, we started? But I, I was like, that's all that, of them. But here's what I thought. I thought that's way too hard of a question. How is anyone even possibly gonna answer that? And I took yeah. it back. But it took a real stab in the dark. <laughs> so I'm, I made a, a harder version than what you thought was too hard. Oh I my god! Fucking went for it. I'm gonna say a hundred. We're, we're not even keeping track. I'm gonna points. say a hundred and thirty-two shows have come. That out. is weirdly close. Yeah. I mean, not re- like it from a certain point of view. Okay. You said 132. Is it 321? 231. Wow. So okay. it's an anagram. The, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I got the pretty numbers. close. Yeah. 231 TV shows have premiered since the last episode. And this is across everything. All platforms. So including like like random channels like sci-fi and blah, blah, blah. I feel like that's an impossible statistic to get fully right. Because well, are, they, are they counting like YouTube? And mm-hmm. are they counting like Roku? Oh, where is it? Are they counting Tingle? <laughs> are they counting Flurmgeam? No, they're definitely not counting Flurmgeam. Yeah. See, all these platforms count. It's cool, but you know the fact that I can do it is by is you just go to Wikipedia and they're like a list of 2019 American television debuts. Right. Oh, you know what? It does include things like Facebook Watch and which I didn't know. Yeah. YouTube Premium, <laughs> Sony Crackle. This is from 2018. Uh, yeah, that's a lot, dude. It's some crazy shit. Like, I there's too much TV now. There, it's it's a huge problem. I feel like there's at least 27. Good shows, great shows, possibly life-changing, perspective-altering shows that I'm just not watching because I I can't be fucked. There's really too much to watch. Here's something that I started watching because I just can't commit to a full narrative show because there's just so many. I just started watching a reality competition on Netflix where they blow glass. Blowmaster. It's called Blown Away. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw a trailer for that. I was like, this is stupid. But then I was like... It's so stupid, but it's so... like the, In a world where like everything is possibly amazing mm-hmm. and there's so much good stuff like like it, it's it's the it's the it's the 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 hidden villainy of choice that, right? so this is why you know about glory holes because you're watching a fucking show yeah. about glass blowing yeah okay that's interesting yeah yeah is but, it okay legit is it worth watching i'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll check out blown away <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. I feel like I'm actively wasting my time when I watch it. I but like, I did learn what a glory hole was. I feel like you got to be high to enjoy a show like this. I feel like... Well, that's the thing. Not really. Because like, it's it's not the most... Well, it's slightly visual. It's more for like the characters, I guess. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I, I, I slightly mock you. But at the same time, uh, Rachel and I are super addicted to a TV show called Ink Master. Oh, is, that like, is that like Miami Ink? Or it, like no, Kat Von D Tattoo it is. It is about tattoos, yeah. but it's a reality show. What's like the concept? who can do the best tattoos? Basically. Right, right, right. Like they have weekly challenges because it's so fucked up. Because like tattoo artists, as you guys know, I have. Oh, if you know or don't know, I have a fair amount of tattoos. I yeah. have three of them. I want a, three big ones, and I want yeah. I want more. But it's like you go to a tattoo guy for their style. Yeah. But here they have a tattoo guy do like all the styles. Like I work primarily in black and gray. Great. Your first challenge is to a full color realistic. Yeah. Whatever. See, that's kind of a broken game. Yeah, because and not only is it broken, but these are real tattoos going on real people. Yeah. That's so people kind walk of around up. with kind of fucked up tattoos. So the thing that I'll sell you about blown away is that it's probably the most 
art centric reality show that I've seen. In the sense that, dude, that's why I like Ink Master because no, no, it, no, no, no. it is still about the art, which is kind of cool. But okay, this yeah, one, going, but going. this one, because like just that one uh, kind of discrepancy that you just described about mm-hmm. like, what if he's really good at like shading black and white, and then he's given like rainbow color dildos. Ta- tattoos. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with this show, with Blown Away, I can't believe I'm selling Blown Away. Um, can't believe you have to. Yeah, it's like, um, it sells itself. It's they go for much wider concepts. So they give a very vague kind of like ah. brief. They give a very vague brief and it's really up to the artist's perception of where, what that brief is and how to kind of like create a glass sculpture or a functional glass item. To blow me something that gives me hope. Pretty much. To, 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 to match the brief. So I would say out of any other reality show that I've watched, it's the most um, – art forward in the sense that they talk about the process and the creative side of things and surprisingly they don't they don't really get too deep into the actual glass blowing process Hmm. it's more about the creation process and the creative links that they that they get to create the final product and also because glass blowing is such a time uh consuming uh, like it's 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 a very time centric thing where like it's second to second you know like things can change very very quickly at a split second it feels like the most realistically shot. Um, oh, that's not much editing. Not much editing. It's, it's they can't. Be, they, you know. they can't really. Because in most, I don't know if you guys know, but in most reality shows, most of the shots are like oh, kind yeah, of super forced, edited super oh. edited, super forced. Where they go like, "Hey, can you do that thing again? Can you do that thing again? Can you? Oh, can you just put your hand higher up on that?" But when they're glass blowing, they're not giving three shits about right. what shots the camera guys are getting because they right. need to run from the fucking glory hole to the the bucket of water. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you call that. I feel like <laughs> there should be a name for that too. Yeah, the glory hole and the the. the Pilln. Yeah, the something. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, like it's it's a race against time, so like they're not stopping to to, to, to get any glamorous shots or whatever. They can't. Yeah. yeah, they can't. So it feels very grounded in that sense. It feels like a very grounded reality show. I am sold. I am sold on Blown Away. I will <laughs> I will watch it. I will get blown away. There's a cute away. Asian chick on it too. I'm even more sold. <laughs> I love a good cute Asian chick. Yeah. But Nathan, my next question, just before you get to your last one, yeah, is this. How many TV shows have been canceled oh, since I got our more. last episode? I got two more. Oh, I have another one also. Okay. How many TV shows have been canceled? I'm going to say... Uh, so 231 premiered. How many yeah. have been canceled? 80. No. <laughs> He's trying to read my face <laughs> and I give away nothing. I play poker. I thought you were going to raise your eyebrows when I said 80. Like, huh? Um, nope, nothing. I'm going to commit then. 85. Also quite close. Yeah. Is it 58? 76. Wow. Yeah. That one you're literally close. Yeah. But I was surprised. I thought they were going to be like equal. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's because like if there's 231 premiered but only 76 have been canceled. But are, are what happened to those 100, whatever, 50? Like, are they just like. They just kept going. I, I'm kept, guessing these 76 wow. are within the 231 that started, right? Just total. Okay. So it's like whether they were pre-existing or whatever. I, that just seems wrong to me. I need to check my facts on that one, but that's, but, what, that's what Wikipedia said, and I believe Wikipedia. Yeah. Unless you know that just means that it's just a scheduling thing. Like more things are going to be canceled. It's just crazy. That the, it's really insane the amount of content there is right now. Like it mm-hmm. blows my mind to find out that that many shows have come out, and like it just goes to show. I mean, like there's a show on glass blowing. Yes. Yes. It's crazy. There's so many things that people are just not seeing, but people are putting in the exact same amount of time and effort and all that shit. It's crazy. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. All right, your next question. I got another. Okay, I got two more actually. Um, this one's a, this one's this one's an easy ball. Um, how many seasons of Survivor have there been since we last recorded? That is easy balls because I've watched them. 
<laughs> okay, so there was a season on while we were watching, and they do two a year. So, and there haven't been a premiere. There's only been there's been two, two. Okay. All right, fine. You got that. Is, that's <laughs> the one that you got. But bonus, bonus, bonus. You'll probably get this one too. How many seasons have there been so far? Thirty nine, I think, is going to be the in August. I think it's going to be the thirty ninth season or thirty eight. 37. 37, 38, or 39. I'm going to need a final answer, 30, Let's go with... Okay, so I'm going to say there have been 38 seasons. That's amazing. Yes, there has been 38 seasons. I love Survivor, ding, ding, ding. man. Survivor is the original and the best reality show. <laughs> it's so good. All right, what's your next one? I still haven't seen any since like All Stars way back in like season six. I recommend you like one good one that you just watch. Because the okay. thing about Survivor, it's like, you know, it's like it's like to hell with like the Survivor on an island. It's the gameplay. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you, you don't have to sell me on game. it. You sold it to me many times and go. I have bought it. I just haven't really. Is it on Netflix? No. Yeah, see, like it's, it's a That's step too far. It's kind of hard to watch. It's a step too far. Um, okay. My last question for you, Nafon, yeah. is how many BTS singles have there been since we last recorded an episode? How many songs? Songs or singles? Singles this is a difference. How many songs? How many have songs have they released as a single? Or oh, as released as a single by Banyan Sonidan. Okay, Bangtan. Um, mic drop. Uh, I gave away nothing. Boy with love. No, no, no. Mic drop and then idol and then boy with love. No, no, no. Yeah. Boy. I'm just going to clump a bunch together. Boy with love. Make it right. Um, what else was a single from their last album? Uh, I can't, I don't know. Think I, about the timing as well. Uh, like, don't. Why? What does that matter? Is there some Korean independence day that I'm not <laughs> taking into account? Um, no. <laughs> bro, I don't know. Six. Ooh, pretty close. Five. Damn it. <laughs> what the were they? The was I is, close to it? Icon and I mean, Idol that's the thing. And... You got close to the number, but you got all the songs completely wrong. Oh, okay. What like Idol songs? came out in the middle of 2018. Duh. Okay. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Make It Right isn't a single. Oh, I thought it was. So the first official one that would have counted is actually Boy With Love. Yeah. And then the rest are all their fucking, um, the ones from BTS World, the video game. Oh, uh, have you been playing that? No, I haven't. No. I feel like that's a step too far, probably. But sure? um, no, Boy with Love I feel like featuring Halsey. That's, Hall- that's, a, that's actually a all of these the right are featuring direction. someone almost. BT- Boy with Love featuring Halsey, which is the song that started it all for me and got me into it. Dream Glow with Charlie XES. Brand New Day with Zara Larson, which is a weird song. All Night with Juice World and a little song called Heartbeat. They're all very fun. Yeah. Cool. I wish I had more to say. I really don't. <laughs> we already talked about it. BTS, <laughs> BTS is the best. If you disagree, you're wrong. All good. What's your last question uh, for me, Nathan? Dream guest BTS on Good Hang. <laughs> I, dude, get me in a room with RM, the only one who can speak English, and we would have some cool ass conversations. My first question would be like, dude, what's up with you and flying? You know, is that every single song? He's like, I'm flying. I'm flying. <laughs> you now, we fly. We're free. We fly. 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 I'm like, I get it. But also, <laughs> find like, a new metaphor. No, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even complaining. I'm just like, dude, what do you love about flying so much? Yeah. It's like you feel free. Do a full episode on aviation history. <laughs> I got a phoenix on my back. We, we can talk stuff. <laughs> okay. Anyway, my yes. my last one is John. Yes. Between seasons seven and eight of Game of Thrones. Oh my god! And this is kind of a mini game in between of a game that we usually play. How many percent did the Rotten Tomatoes rating drop between season seven and season eight? Oh my of god! Game of Thrones. I almost. 
I kind of I I don't think I knew that they give Rotten Tomato scores for each individual. They seasons, do. They do. But they that makes it, sense. They give it for individual seasons. Or uh, I'm asking for the difference in in rating. But let's let's just change it up a little bit and say. No, that's cool. What is the percentage it got for season eight? That's so interesting. No, no. I'll tell you. I'll give you the no. I'll give you the answer because I'm curious. I'm curious to guess what seven was and what eight was. Okay. Also, I this is something we would talk about for sure. But yep, me too. Also, super disappointed with the ending of Game of Thrones. Kind Hashtag of pretended, me too. Hashtag kind me too. of pretended it just didn't happen. Yeah. Moved on with my life. There's been amazing shows since then, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Watch Chernobyl if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Years and years, also very good. Mm-hmm. Russian Doll, Sleeper. Okay, um, it's an amazing show. I'm gonna say season seven. I'm gonna guess was like super poorly received, of course. Yeah. But I feel like critics would be okay with it. Okay. I'm gonna say that it got a eighty-one. 81% for season seven. Season seven. Okay. And that's, what that's your... generous. I feel okay. like that's kind of too high. And what's your guess for season eight then? Okay. My guess for season eight is that it got significantly <laughs> lower. Significantly lower. I'm going to say it's rotten, probably. I'm going to say, but like 50, like 57, which I still think is generous. Okay. So 81 and, fi- 81 and 57. And we're going for the difference. So even if it's like completely wrong, if it's if the spread's right, yeah. I still get it right. What's the difference? <laughs> so that's that you twenty. Got? That's a using my calculator. Mm-hmm. That's a twenty-four point drop. You know what? I'm going to give you half a point for that one, Ooh. even though I've not been keeping track of sure. the points um, because you got it all wrong except the difference. No, except oh. season eight. Got a rating of 58%. Oh, one point off. You're one percent off. Um, so season seven was actually quite well received. Um, 93%. Whoa. Yeah. I think it was a pretty small minority because up till that point, I, th- I thought season seven is still, I mean, it's still a fantastically made show. You can't deny that. Yeah. The production value is insane. Oh, even with it season eight. Looks the produ- it sounds looked, it looked amazing. It sounded except, amazing. Except for that zombie Story fight. The story was dumb. Zombie fight didn't look great. But um, on, on purpose, though. <laughs> so that's like an artistic thing. Yeah, but why? After fucking seven seasons, you make the biggest battle. Anyway, um, no, no, no. I mean, I, I don't really care that much about the show, and uh, it's 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 funny, honestly. Um, but yeah, the the answer is that it dropped by thirty five percent. It's a big drop. Approval ratings dropping faster than Trump. Dropping faster than dragons in fucking <laughs> machine gun crossbolt super sniper stupid. Yeah, see, like I, I think, shit. I think whenever um, George R. R. Martin finishes all the books, I, if I think I, I, I want to be an optimist. He's say eighty when. years old. I want to be an optimist. And say he, when he's either yeah, eighty I or think, seventy. But, but John, he's 70. He's, John, he's got HBO money. I'm sure he's gotten the money to keep him alive an extra decade or so. It, like, he doesn't know how to finish the book. He's just going to use that money to eat more things. And <laughs> <laughs> he's seventy. He's seventy years old. <laughs> That's you jumped ten years. Um, but yeah, I feel like still the golden years. I feel like he is going to finish the book in maybe fifteen years. He or doesn't so. even. He doesn't know how to. He's, it's impossible for him to finish it. I think, well, okay. It's a crazy... Look, look at it this way. Now he yeah. knows how not to finish it. That's true. He knows one way how not to finish it. He should so, just do it exactly how they did in the show. But the opposite. But tweak the things that people are complaining about. Yeah, I feel like that's a bit of a comment. But then again, he'll have to be like, get rid of all the shit that's in his books. That's not like, Young Griff just disappears. Yeah, that's just a cop out. I feel like what's going to happen is that when he eventually finishes the books, say in like eight, nine, ten like, years, he yeah, finishes the books. not possible. When we are in our mid-50s. He's not going to do it. 
when we are in our mid fifties, they're going to reboot Game of Thrones and they're going to do an entirely new series based on the old books and the new ones. The fin- then basically the entire story as George R. R. Dude, Martin is going to tell it. That's even going a step too far. I don't even need that. I want a new season seven and a new season eight with the same cast, with the same cast as deepfakes. Because <laughs> by the time we're fifty-five, <laughs> that deepfake technology is going to be great. Yeah, and I'm going to see a young Kit Harrington. Yeah. Rest in peace. Deep fakes are because he'd be dead somehow for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Deep fake. No, it's, this is. I'm not looking that far in the future. I'm not looking like 57 years in the future. I'm I feel like deep fake like, technology is going to get really good really fast. It's gotten pretty fucking good already. I I only heard about it like two months ago. So yeah, it's gotten pretty good, dude. Okay, everyone, if you haven't heard of deep fakes, oh, I'm if sure you haven't most, heard of deep fakes, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. most of you have. I'm sure but some to of the you ones have. that haven't, it's when they just replace your face with another face and a channel that does it exceedingly well and in case you didn't know this thing about deep fakes anybody can do it it's a free software yes it just takes a lot of computing power like yes. basically what you do is you tr- you use an al- you use a computer program to teach your computer to recognize a face and replace it with another face yeah basically and, er- what it and is. the more resources you have of that face yeah the so more the, angles the more angles the more for like deformations you have that face in the more accurate the the eventual like mm-hmm. calculation mm-hmm, will be mm-hmm. because it's all a calculation so anyone can do this Anyone can do this with the right computer. Um, check out this YouTube channel called Control Shift Face. Control Shift Face. It's in the show um, notes. Yes. And he does amazing deep fakes. But you can also kind of see where it can kind of fall apart if, say, like someone's head is too big for their face or if someone's face is too big for the other person's head. Or also if they look at a certain angle. Like yeah. if you go to profile, lose. No, it. no. But if you've got a good resource, mm-hmm. like I don't know if you've seen, but recently on that channel, he uh, posted – Several scenes from The Shining. Yeah, did the Jack Nicholson and the Jim Carrey one? Except, that one is yeah. creepiest. Jack Nicholson is Jim Carrey. Like that one makes me, that one like terrifies me. That particular channel. But there's a fun little channel called The Corridor. Have you heard about them? The Corridor yeah, yeah, crew? yeah, yeah. They're fun. They post good videos. Like basically, they had a video with like a, a, a Tom Cruise impersonator being Tom Cruise at their studio, which wasn't as impressive as their Keanu Reeves video. Right. They had Keanu Reeves stop a a, a fucking robbery in progress at a gas station, which was pretty fun. Again, all in the show notes. Um. But yeah, I like I, deep fakes are crazy. But back to what we were talking about before, like I really think they're going to reboot the Game of Thrones thing, as in like just do a whole new one with the whole story, finish books and everything, and everyone is going to look back on this series that we grew up with and that we watched for the last ten years or so as like the the special cousin, you know. Dude, I just still think like the first five seasons are like bulletproof, Art. untouchable. They're amazing. They're the best. Yeah. They're the best. Yeah. Even you know, even six and even like <laughs> some of the seven. Oh, Nikki's getting antsy. No, Nikki's getting antsy. She speaking. She probably has to poo. Yeah. So I think, I think season one, of course, is amazing. Season two, season three and season four of Game of Thrones really hit their stride. I mean, uh, I can't really remember what exactly was happening. Those things to kind of catch you guys up, but that's when it was really good. And then once they ran out of once they ran out of original material from George R. R. Martin, it kind of floundered, but it was still pretty good. Did you watch week then, to week? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Since season one, I watched week to week, believe it or not. Ah. So I, every, I waited a week for every episode. That was me of Breaking Bad. But with Game of Thrones, I binged the you binged f- most of first it. five. Yeah. I binged the first five and then six, seven, eight onwards. I followed week by week. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's why I got so sucked into the hype so quickly. For because sure. Because one to five, as you say, peak Thrones. For sure. I binged all of it and I was like, this is really good. And then I got into six, and I was like, "Oh, this has, it's 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 it feels less impactful, but I feel kind of invested." Dude, I just I just feel like George just wrote himself into a fucking corner. Like he he has so <laughs> many storylines that need to converge in a perfect way. Yeah, 
It's just impossible. I will say, though, like for a show that vast and everything, they really do. Uh, I'm speaking about the HBO show specifically. They really do know how to make their characters quite endearing. Mm. Like, I feel like for me, at least, I didn't think season eight flopped all that much uh, because I really liked Jon Snow's story. And what? I really, I really like eight. I really. OK, I, I didn't appreciate the fact that he said the same thing constantly. The season but, where he was just like, oh, oh, yeah, she's my queen. <laughs> no, 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 I trust you, Danny. I really yeah. liked his arc about how. At the end of the day, Jon Snow is a good man in extraordinary circumstances. All he wants to do is take care of the people that he loves. He doesn't want fame or glory or I like. I don't want it. Yeah, he doesn't want, want it. They, they hammered it very hard in the last Dennis episode. Because queen. Yeah, but um, like, I just felt that his ending was so beautiful because he finally got what he wanted. He just be left alone to be left alone and to be With amongst people that he loves and can care for. I don't want it. Yeah. This is my John. Because I, <laughs> so my because, because he keeps getting forced into this like thing when he really just wants to do the right thing. Yeah. He just wants to do the right thing because he he can see when people are being shitty or stupid or selfish or like tunnel visioned and he just wants to do the right thing and it just so happens that he's the only person that ever wants to do the right thing. And yeah, I found his story very beautiful. Yeah, he's um, the first reluctant leader who doesn't get to lead yeah it's like i don't want it all right <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it to your stupid brother why do you think he's here yeah because he knew all along fucking stupid yeah it's just so crazy that like i've watched the first what five and six episodes of game of thrones multiple times i don't think i will ever watch season eight again i'm like there's no rewatch it's like it's just it's just there's no rewatchability it's just so frustrating I don't know. I still I still enjoy the characters and when a show can really build beautiful characters, sometimes it can be kind of shit but still work like Stranger Things. Uh, I thought I love Stranger Things. I thought the latest season of Stranger Things Loved was it. was was great. Okay. So good. I thought it was extremely safe. So great. I thought it was extremely safe and you know that it's 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 there's something going on or there's some kind of flimsiness going on when they're like using themselves as reference. Like they were referencing mm-hmm. themselves. Ooh, okay, clarify. Like, with, like, the whole... Uh, the the only example that pops in my head right now is, like, the Eggo Waffle thing. But there's tons of other examples that I can't remember right now. Self-referential. But, yeah, they're self-referential because season one was so damn good. Season one was so, so good. Season two, they had a whole storyline where there's, like, apparently nine other kids. They completely abandoned that there, in there this one. At least ten. Yeah. They completely <laughs> abandoned that one. This but one. I feel like that was, like... Oh, yeah, her name's like, Eleven. I thought it was Seven. Exactly. But that's the whole thing with like with um, Stranger Things. The Duffer Brothers are like actually listening to fans and they're like, okay, well, yeah. you guys don't want that. We'll just not do it. <laughs> oh, you guys like Steve? Okay, we're going to make him a cool guy who hangs out with the kids. Yeah. I feel like, I don't cool. know. They pretty dumped cool. him down so much for some reason. Like They made him an idiot. I don't think he started out as an idiot. He just started out as kind of like an egoist, right? Like he wasn't ever to an idiot. <laughs> yeah. You get dumber as you get older, I guess. I guess. So. Yeah. Anyway. I loved him. I loved that whole series. It was great. You had a you had a final question to the game that I think we're still playing. <laughs> no, that was it. <laughs> oh. It's because I combined my thingies. Ah. Well that was, so that was the game. Game, game time. time. <laughs> I want to sing along, but I don't know the new tune. <laughs> I don't I don't know it either. Yeah. I don't even know if it's gonna have words in it. Should the game tune have words? I don't know. I feel like it should be a mashup of all the best, like like da 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 and then like just a different I don't know. I don't know. You're the musician in this in this pairing 
All right. Well, um, I, I think we've kind of run our course of this episode. I, I believe the listeners have gotten their fill. They feel satisfied, I'm sure. Yeah. A little bit of game time to end off things. That's pretty cool. I, I, I definitely feel um, like uh, there's a lot more coming because, you know, don't think that these hundred minutes have made up for the seven months that we've disappeared for. Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. We're going to spend the rest of our careers trying to make it up to you. <laughs> That's the whole idea. Here. I did have something I wanted to share, but it's a pretty cool story and I'll save it for the next episode of what happened to me today. Ooh. Yeah. I'll tell you about it off air. Oh, I but like I, that. That's, that's a it's teaser. It's a little teaser, right? A little that's teaser. a teaser. Got to hook them in. You got to cliffhang them and then leave them wanting more. I'm just going to say, folks, that it involves a phone, a video call, Spider-Man, and disabilities. Oh, my goodness. What the fuck does that You're going to want to tune in for that one, We should have more cliffhangers. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> like bake in cliffhangers to every episode. <laughs> Then and you have to justify. You just like next episode will be something you've never heard before. Next and then, up on Good Hand, and they t- and they, they tune in the next episode, and we're just going click them, click them, click click. They're just making words. I feel like eventually, eventually, this is gonna evolve into a scripted show. Yeah, that sounds good to me. But yeah. with cameras, <laughs> Good Hang live. Um, oh yeah, that is one thing that we we should probably get around to doing once we get more episodes going because. Mm-hmm. We always wanted to do like a live episode and I guess like the hundredth episode would have been the one what to do is, it on. What are we doing? <laughs> okay, so the thing we're is like, – We're back, guys, yeah. with episode 99. Yeah. And now we have 100. Which, you know, it should yeah. be a thing. It should be a thing but like to a lot of people, this is gonna that's going to be the second episode of the show. Exactly. <laughs> so what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Um, I we'll figure like, it out. We'll yeah. figure it out off air. We we can we can posthumously celebrate the hundredth or something with a live show at hundred and ten. I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, we should do something for hundred and ten for whatever yeah. reason. I yeah, I don't know what my logic was. Yeah, um, but but yeah, get some of shows. our favorite guests on. Yeah, live shows fun. for sure. I think I think it'll be tons of fun. I've- we can definitely do live shows. We just do it at the Improv Company. Very cool. Doug Benson has the UCP. We have the improv company. Makes think, sense to me. The happy, what's it called? The Merry Lion? They do a thing. They do a thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, thank uh, you. If you are even listening, I mean. You would have to be by definition. You would have to by definition. To have I mean, the question is, point. is there one of you? Is there 12 of you? I don't know. I feel confident that there would at least be 18 people. I feel so good. Um, what a tweet at us or some shit. <laughs> if you're still listening, I think we have an Instagram account. Don't we? Have yeah, an it's just the problem is that I gender, I quote unquote run the the social media thing, and I hate social media, so that's why it's so quiet. Understood. The last thing we posted was a photo of us at the Umbrella Academy. I think I forgot the password to that account. I'll help you. Okay. All right. But until then, folks. Until next week's Nathan. Thanks for the hang. Thanks for the hang. Woo-hoo. What a place to be It's a good day for a good time with a good hang It's a good day for a good time with a good hang What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing It's a good day for a good time with a good hang